Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts. The Triumph Hunting Titan Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy Furoti, and your Hunter Master Ranger, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! I guess we won't dilly dally and we'll either be joined by hunters or we won't be joined by hunters. It's hard to say. Who knows? They just sneak up on you and just join you. Uh, they they say random things that sometimes make sense and sometimes don't. Just dodge in from the mists and. Dodge out just as quickly. Yeah. So yeah, welcome to our show. At the moment, it's just Night Demon and Parody. So we'll calmly and collectively tell you what is happening next week in Destiny. Yeah, we could, we could, we could give them the whole, the whole, the whole ASMR thing and tell them, tell them all about next week in Destiny. Which we want to because that'll drive you nuts trying to edit. What was that? You, know, you had heavy breathing behind that. Oh no, that was just me rubbing rubbing the uh, the pop filter on my microphone. Oh, okay. You know, you know people do it with their ASMR things, and they do they? I, I, I don't know. I, well, you seem this, to know. Well, every now and again, when you go on Twitch, they'll be featuring like someone, someone on Twitch, and they'll be like whispering into their microphone, and then they'll be just like playing with the microphone or like playing with a Velcro or something. I don't really understand it. So do we do ASMR next week in Destiny then? I think I think we should. I think we should tell them that the breach you can breach the score inside out and defeat Frickfrill the fanatic in the Hollow Lair Nightfall. That's good because that's probably gonna be the last week that you can probably do that on the, an easier difficulty to get some of those triumphs. So if you've got a competent team that can't get electrocuted in that last run, try that. It does need to be your whole team. If you can't do that, and you're trying to get your ascendancy ornament still, you could enjoy bonus vanguard ranks in the strike ex- activities all week long. Yes, and yeah, get stuff in strikes. That's good. And then Lord Shax just got lazy, and he's gonna bring Clash of the Crucible, and that's all you do is shoot people. That's it. There's no objective. There's no funny business. It's just 6v6, kill people. That's it. The end. Full stop. That, that's also good. That, that helps you feel better. And they, they did say that they made a mistake last week with what was happening next week in Destiny. And, and what, was, what was that mistake? That, that they said the, the GM catch-up node would go live because apparently it has been live for some time, which is what we thought anyway. So... Yeah, so, so we were we were really confused. That's good. That's good. Yeah, everyone was confused. And 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 here we are thinking there should be some other like new they were going to bring live, and then then they didn't, and it was sad. Yes. So welcome to ASMR, uh, Two Titans and a Hunter. Not a fan. A quiet, low key Destiny Two podcast. <laughs> <coughs> Look, if you're going to die, if you're going to die, go and die in a corner. (laughs) 
Maybe we can resurrect you later on when you're safe. <laughs> they this way. They just keep dying one after another. Guardian down. Right. So how are you feeling this week? Because I'm sure the the respawn army would like an update on how their leader is doing. Um. Have there been supposedly? Vigils? I'm negative. I don't feel negative. I mean, I'd say you're always negative personally, but you know. Yeah. COVID negative for COVID. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> I forgot to specify. <laughs> uh. Good morning to you too, Golden. Everybody good morning. Everybody says good morning, guys. There's a lot of good morning. So good, good morning, everyone. Or good afternoon. Good evening and good night. No, no, we haven't got that to par yet. There's mm -hmm. about another six hours worth of podcasts to go. Do we? No. Four and a half. Four and a half minimal. No, he hasn't been here for a, a whole week properly. So there's lots of opinions that have built up in his head. They may not actually be anything to do with the game. He's forgotten about all this since last week. It's fine. He'll have new opinions this week. Yeah. Respawn also resets every Tuesday. That's the beauty of it. Respawn resets every two hours. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh dear. Before we get too far down the rabbit hole. And, yeah. uh, too late. Wait a minute. I'm going to tell the people. Well, they can buy in Eververse next week. Well, I will, I will remind them to go get their 700 Bright Dust from Eververse so they can buy more things from Eververse. But you should just, just wait till next season. Just wait, wait. But if you can't wait, what should they buy, Night Demon? Well, going along with our ASMR, we have the exotic emote for 1000 silver. If you like. Was, was that a shish or is this. I'm, I'm concerned. Shush. Are you fishing or are you being electrocuted? Oh Hopefully. Both. Maybe both. Hopefully the audio <laughs> the audio comes out well and I'm not just... That's what it sounds like. <laughs> You're buzzing, yeah. <laughs> it's meant to be a shh. Well, see, that was a shush. That was nice. Oh, my word. Um, if you're a fan of Le Monarch... We have the Poisoned Wings Spread uh, ornament for 700 silver. We have the Last City Silver Bird Exotic Sparrow for 800 silver. And then we have the Fantastic Shell. So it's a ghost in a van or car for 600 silver. With wood paneling on it. That's... Dang it. I just told people not to buy things, but that's really good. No, don't buy it. Who, who, who doesn't want a wood paneled ghost van to then put in their vault and never look at it again? Okay, you've convinced me. It's silver. That That's real world money. That that means I have to actually go out and earn oh, stuff. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's definitely not going to happen then. You're right. Good save. But if you have earned yourself some real in-world money called Bright Dust, don't buy the Concentrated Matter Gem or the Glimmer Shard. Or the scavenger's boon. You don't need those. No. Just move straight past those. But you have the drone flight exotic emote for 3,250 bright dust. You have the aburate. Oh, God. These words. Aburate. Obdurate economy. It's That's okay. It's a wooden panel. <laughs> it's a wooden panel van ship. So, yeah, don't buy the wooden panel van ghost. Buy the wooden panel van ship, then you can drive around the universe in a minivan. It's phenomenal. Two hundred I mean, bright dust. Doesn't that remind you of that one movie a long time ago where there was an actual family traveling around in space, and it was a wood panel, not a minivan, but it was the station wagon. 
oh god what was it man it was a family and they somehow accidentally got zipped off into space in their station wagon are you oh, sure no, you're not thinking of space balls uh no i'm not thinking of space balls another good reference but that's that's an rv hold on uh fam family oh my word. um yep 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 family station wagon the paraversal singularity i think i've said that right this week if not tough 450 bright dust that's your legendary transmat we have the calico's finery which is your legendary shader for three hundred. it's clearly chalco so that's a ch sound i love the fact that you actually have brought this page up as well so that you can follow along for what i'm saying and correct me each week i do appreciate it Mm -hmm. it does make me laugh i mean we came to get started we did that's your exotic emote for 3,250 bright dust. Sounds like Reason's going to have some wild thoughts. And, and you can buy some of those wild thoughts for yourself for 400 bright dust. Right? Yeah. W- w- would you also like a monstrous shell for 2,850 bright dust? Arrow of time, a ship for 2,000 bright dust. You could also have a galvanic fork sh- uh, ve- vehicle, sparrow, there's the word, for 2,500 bright dust. Yep. And a very fancy pink mist for your malfeasance for 1,250 bright dust. And you, you could buy the Trials of Osiris projection for 1,500 bright dust, but I wouldn't. It, it's a projection. No, just no. But you could project the, the fact that you might win or not. No, because mm-hmm. if, if you've already bought the Indiana Jones hat, you're never taking that off. So period, True. full stop. There, there are other projections, but none of them are as good. Okay, well, somebody was asking me, and this concerns you too, since you're also streamers. They're like, how does the Stream Deck treat you? Right here. This is Stream Deck in a nutshell. Right Who's here. a streamer? I, I, I am not a streamer. <laughs> when, when, when did I last stream? Like 2014? In the right dark? Here, not responding? This is 90% of the Stream Deck. <laughs> Where are we at this point in time? I have no idea where we are. Um, we're in those wild thoughts I warned no, you about. Oh. Ah. Anyway. No, people have genuinely been asking about the stream deck. And this he's, is, he's, this, not using, this he's not using his foot keyboard. He could be using yeah. his foot keyboard and he just isn't. Well, before we get too far, we, we have a returning guest or returning host. Good afternoon. Yay. Oh, good morning in your case. It's not off. He's back. Who? 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 I don't know who that is. I mean, I mean, it sounds like a, it sounds like a second British voice. I'm very confused now. Nineteen, and there's there's two of you now. I know I'm hound, houndish. No, that's me. No, we already have a houndish. You can't be houndish too. Electric boogaloo. Uh, you're both. You can be both. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't oh, have the voice. If only us, I had the bife your, voice. Give us your best bife voice. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Say hello, my name is not Arf in your best bife voice. Hello, my name is not Arf. See? Perfect. Pitch perfect. Couldn't tell the difference. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have gone that far. The disapproving uh, mm, is the best part of my I week. I think I can mute all. Now, hold on. Let me test this. Can y'all hear me now? Yes. Okay. We can hear you. 
Never mind, my stream button broke. Hold on. <laughs> I'm telling you, Streamlabs, once you get it set up, it's great. But all the steps between A and B is a nightmare. All right, all right here we go. Stand back. Testing one, two, three. Testing. If only there was a time he could have done this, not in the time we record every week. Yeah. Like any of the available hours in the entire rest I of the week to sit down and play with this. But no, no. I'm, I'm glad he chooses us. The good thing is the people that are in the stream You're my guinea pig. have to put up with this. Whereas the people that listen to the podcast have it all cut out yeah. and we can just move on you with the Lost Sectors for next week. Hello. Hello. No one's running Lost Sectors at this point. You either have what you what you want or you don't. That people love Lost Sectors, especially new people coming into the game. Talking about new people, we'll have to do a special where you actually uh, coach a returning player. Uh, who said we have to do that? I don't remember. Because it's me. Oh. I'm a returning player. Yeah, I was just say, are, you, are you that returning player? Yes. <laughs> okay, here's what you want to do delete everything in your vault. It's all garbage. I don't have Next... anything in my vault anyway. Well, there you go. I'm then not a hoarder. Head you start. Are, you are prepared for the next season. Sit back, relax until 2 2 22. 2 2 2 22. Tuesday. Not off. Lost yes. sectors. They're these magical places that are found all across the world in Destiny. And at the moment, we only have three planets that contain the lost sectors that give you exotic gear or a chance at the exotic gear. So if you are a new player or a returning player, these are the places that you want to go and see if you can get some exotic armor. So the legendaries do have a slightly less chance to drop the exotic gear, but you can farm them a lot faster if you are a lower light. If you're a higher light, you can challenge yourself in the master lost sectors, which give you a greatly increased chance to get the gear to drop. Uh, but there are more champions in there, and sometimes it can take a long time. There are also triumphs that are associated with these lost sectors. So before the Tangled Shore goes away, there's one on the Tangled Shore, the empty tank, and there's a triumph to do it solo uh, on legendary and solo on master and then solo master flawless so you've got three trance that you can get from doing that if you're a triumph hunter like i am so next week we have the affiliates rest on monday on the dreaming city giving you exotic arms that will then change to become the master loss sector on the tuesday reset but still give you a chance at getting arms Tuesday the 8th of February will be the Empty Tank Tangled Shore Lost Sector giving you your chess pieces. Wednesday the 9th will be the K1 Logistics on the Moon giving helmets. Thursday the 10th will be the K1 Communion on the Moon giving you your legs. Friday the 11th will be the K1 Crew Quarters on the Moon giving you your arms. Saturday the 12th of February will be the K1 Revelations on the Moon giving you your chess pieces. Saturday the 13th will be the Concealed Void on Europa giving you your helmets. And back around to Monday the 14th will be Bunker E15 on Europa giving you your legs. So those are all the legendary ones. And then the next day they shift, but they are still available. Come the Witch Queen, we will only have one Lost Sector to choose from each day. And that will be selectable in on the director, I think. To, or you have to go to the place now and click on the flag to get into it. It will be selectable to either do the legendary version or the master version, and it will only drop the one exotic each day. So whereas people are using it as a kind of farming technique to try and power level themselves up with whatever's dropping each day, you won't be able to do that going forward in the Witch Queen. 
So yeah, uh, we have some guys from PV Shifty, Time Sausage Gaming, and Legion Lesser's channel and Ubuntu's channel. If you are looking for some guides on how to get into those and get those done. Uh, highly recommend Ibontis because over Christmas he did a lot of guides for new and returning players coming into the game and what kind of basic legendary weapons and strategies that you can use to actually go in and do these lost sectors and farm them uh, without too much of a hassle. So check those out. Okay. Well, Arf, as you're a returning player, we have fe featured a couple of videos going over new players coming into the game or just some things to do before the witch queen hits because basically we're all going to be brought up to the same power level we're all going to be kind of starting off on the same foot so it's at the moment it's just kind of if you want to play do some farm stuff and gather some resources and he didn't want to talk to us you guessed that well, well guys that was arf you, you told him you told him to go play and gather resources he's like i'm out i'm gonna go play and gather resources he's like i'm dipping deuces <laughs> that was your off yeah that was your off visit for the year <laughs> tune in next year this time for your next off visit That's right man you guys thought he was gonna have lore no the lore was him existing turns yeah, out yeah. He does <laughs> yeah arf is the lore that's it oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's back is he though is it next year been... already Nope. nope, he's gone again. <laughs> he's back again. I love playing this game. This no, actually, I don't. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this game anymore. Yeah. So, so, so this week, this week we had no hot fixes. The hot fix was um that Destiny and Bungie were purchased by Sony. That was your hot fix. They were yeah. like, they were like, we have an issue where we don't have enough money. We need piles and piles and piles of cash. So we went out and got those. They've been hot fixed into Bungie's bank account by Sony Inter Sony SIEs. Interactive, Interactive Sony Entertainment. Inter okay, couldn't yes. think what I was. Yes, Robot so, Respawn yeah. did help go through that last week, which was quite helpful. We oh, we did okay. manage to drop that in at the end of the show because it was as I was editing the podcast, the whole news broke of Bungie being bought by Sony. I was like, ah, I now need mm -hmm. to record something else just to put in because this can't wait until next week. Because I thought next week we'll have Respawn's mm. opinion for six hours, and the people want to listen to that more than they want to listen to yeah, what happened. That. I was in a cave trying to not die. I don't know what opinions I sh you keep thinking I should have about okay. stuff. Well, I gave my opinion on it last week on the show. Just, are you just talking about like the purchase in general? Yeah, because there's, there's nothing else to talk about because nothing has happened yet other than Bungie got a massive infusion of cash. Yeah. DMG is now a multimillionaire. He's hanging out. <laughs> He's hanging out with uh, with not Bruno, who we don't talk about. Destiny. No, but well, well, but part of the part of the uh, or own the deal, the deal with Bungie is basically they got like a like a one point two billion dollar infusion of uh, like employee retention money, which if split, someone had posted if they, if it's split upon. Among evenly among the like 900 or so employees, it's like 1.2 million a person, yeah. which obviously, yeah, it's not going to be. But you know, they were like, You, you know, we want your people to stick around, we need you to make things for us. Here's a big pile of money just for that. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing that really concerns me is I feel D1 vibes where there was a lot of D1, I'm sorry, where there was a lot of exclusive Sony nonsense back in D1, you know. 
Yeah. That's that's my only real concern is I don't want more. Hey guys, if you buy a PlayStation, you'll get the Wave Splitter and you'll get this freaking Lost Sector. And it was Sony exclusive stuff for like a year or two. Yeah. And then it would come to Xbox. And that's not something I'm looking forward to. You know, especially with the player base being what it is now. If it goes backwards to having exclusive content for any platform, whether it be Sony or anything, right? I'm going to be very disappointed in, in the system, you know? And, you know, I mean, that's really my only opinion. I don't, I don't want to see them take a step back, right? If, as long as they can be bought by Sony and keep moving forward, which, honestly, Sony is like Disney, probably not going to go that way. Sony's going to have input in this and whatnot, but I, I just hope there's no more exclusive content. It, it, it's it's exactly I get what you're saying uh, but if you think back to Destiny 1 we all played where we wanted to play so if you were on Xbox you still played on Xbox and put up with the Sony exclusives if you play on PC you play on PC it, that was the way of the world if, if that's what we have to put up with that's what we have to put up with as long as they keep making the game and putting the game out at the end of the day, the only problem is with the crossplay and the cross save. And so, if you get it on the Sony side and then come across your your PC or your Xbox, it, does it kind of grey out so that you can't use it? I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's it's going to be what they've said is that they're going to continue making Destiny. It's just going to be them, their vision all the way forward. And I hope that is the case, but when, when somebody like Sony says, here's a bunch of money, we're going to buy you, they tend to push their opinions on you. I'm just, like I they, said, I hope yeah. it's not the case. But didn't Bungie already issue a statement saying there was going to be no exclusives, that everything they? was going to be available for everyone? Okay. Well, that, was that was in the FAQ section. And, uh, until, until 2024. Basically, right. through, through the final shape in 2024, which, as it turns out, the final shape is a PlayStation. Now we know. Yeah. So through through that, they're saying basically nothing changes through 2020 through 2024. I mean, those those plans are set. Those roadmaps are done. They're building that content. That's that's in the works. After 2024, all bets are off. Basically, they can also turn around tomorrow and be like, "We're going to change yeah, this because do. money and we do what we want." Honestly, I mean, I don't like. You know, I've had seen some people saying, "Oh, what if they take the whole game exclusive?" They're not going to take the game exclusive. No, they're not going to do that. They're just cutting off huge piles of money. Yeah, and honestly, if, if they put out exclusive things for the PlayStation, I will just continue to ignore them, like I did when they were out before. It's yeah. not like it's it's anything that's going to make me run out and buy a PlayStation. I can get a new strike or a new trace rifle or a new whatever. Like, no, like there's there's no content you can put out that's going to make me fork over hundreds of dollars for a new console it's not going to happen yo i have an ancient playstation 4 in this closet right here if they start that nonsense i'll power that bad boy up <laughs> get the exotic turn that bitch right off and go on to pc <laughs> play with the new exotic yeah but that's what uh, i'm saying i don't you can't bring it to your pc it's gonna yeah, be locked here it's gonna be locked to your playstation until cheese tells you how to and that's the other thing with with pc in the ecosystem there's so many, I mean, and again, I, you know, not a, not a game developer, don't know how this works, but it feels like if you're limited to consoles, there's some level of control you can have over your game. More so than when you bring it onto PC, you're on a PC. There's, I mean, the files are there. There's more things people on PC have access to 
can do oh, things. Yeah. I mean, look at the look at the proliferation of cheaters on PC for if nothing else. You know, yeah, there's right. there, yeah. there's a lot of things you can lock down on a console because it's like you know, I'm sure there's some things you can do to hack around on your consoles, but it's fairly limited as opposed to a computer. Yeah, so. no, the only thing you can really do on a console is like what they call uh, memory editing. You have to take your save file, put it on a thumb drive, take the no. thumb drive to a PC. People can do stuff on consoles. Edit they, the save. They hook it up to a PC then... and they can do stuff. Oh, yeah. But, but still, but... you need access to a PC that'll change the memory files. You know, yeah. they're just doing it by directly plugging it in instead of via USB. You and me, no. People like Parody, yes. They have access to these things. I wouldn't huh? go that far, but people like people out there for sure. Yeah, I'm much too lazy. I think the, I think the thing is that people are worried about what's happening with their game at the moment. Destiny, and they yes, should I, be. They shouldn't. They no, should, really no, shouldn't. Really, in, in the in, in, in the short term, you shouldn't be. Like until 2024, okay. don't be. Because I mean, nothing is happening in the next couple of years. That I mean, again, it, it's just like people saying, "Oh, but you know, Sony bought Bungie because Microsoft went out and bought." No. This stuff takes years to get look, to, look, to in do. 2020, look, the there game, might be a bright side to this, though. There might be a bright this, side to this. This game has been in development for years. You're good for the next couple of years. Like they say, until 2024, those plans are more or less set. After 2024, all bets are off. I think the thing is that people shouldn't really worry about what's happening with Destiny at the moment. Or entirely. I think this is a brand new kind of deal that they've worked out with Sony. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past Bungie to have a clause in the contract of if we don't like this then we will there's that there's a get out clause because like like, see, like activism they don't want to get stuck in another activism situation situation yeah, because i think the the confusing thing is that they've spouted for so long that they wanted to be independent and i think that is what's really hit the community hard in trying to comprehend they just got bought out out of nowhere it's like not out of hey nowhere, guys but i think <laughs> it's hard to comprehend that this company that have decided they wanted to go independent from microsoft they didn't want to be ruled by activision they wanted to go out and do their own thing have now partnered up with sony and like i said last week nothing, what, they got bought well, yes. well, 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 they got bought, but like, at least as they describe it, it's all—it's all, honestly more of like a publisher relationship. It's basically like we yeah. we own you, but you're de- like like you're a, a independent arm of Sony. Yeah, like it's it's not it's not quite the same thing as like Microsoft buying Activision. Like it's you know at least structured differently, or at least they say it's structured differently. Yeah, yeah. What it means where, to us, we'll see. Where they can create their own destiny, as it were. But I think. People are asking, well, Sony don't just throw money at you and you get to do your own thing and you keep everything of yours. No. I think Sony see this as the other side of the coin of you can create your your game over here, you do you, because that's what we've bought you for. That's why we've given you the employee retention. You do the game. You know what? Yes. Yes, that's a good point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but when people buy a successful franchise, right? Like, oh, I don't know, Disney! And then they come and they they add their own spin to it and ruin generations of what people have enjoyed, right? Just, 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 like you're saying, you've bought into Destiny because they're successful. Leave them alone. They are. (laughs) That's what they're saying. I hope so, dude. I think that this is 
Sony are going to make money off of everything else that Bungie could have created. Film, television, other media. That is where Sony are going to make their money. They're going to say, you continue doing your thing over here. And if it comes to doing films, TVs, we will take your story. You know, we won't play with that. We will turn that into said film, television series. We will make the money off of that. That's what we're buying into the franchise. I think that's that's where they're going to make the money. Well, it's that. and, And something else that I've seen people talk about this week that I didn't even think about Bungie is very good at building long-standing, interactive, ongoing games and worlds. Look at Halo, look at Destiny. Yeah. You know, that's one point that was made is Microsoft, you know, is good about getting, you know, and now with the acquisition of World of Warcraft and, you know, you know, you know, so it comes down to partially to subscription, subscription money. You play a game that's live and active and, and evolves every single week. And, you know, you know, we're not paying monthly for Bungie, like, or, you know, we're not paying, you know, a monthly subscription fee for D2, but we more or less are with, you know, every couple months with the expansions and so forth and everything else. Well, you do that so, with whatever well, you have, like your Xbox Game Pass or your well, PlayStation. Right, well, 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 that's what they're saying. Like, one of Sony's weaknesses, like, they make amazing, you know, single-player stories. Like, Sony does phenomenal, I'm going to go and enjoy this adventure alone in my house. Mm-hmm. One of their weaknesses is they don't have these like ongoing online interactive living worlds. And one thing right. I was I was seeing this week is they're saying, you know, they're buying Bungie not not to mess up Halo or I mean, I'm sorry, not to mess up Destiny, not to change it, but to say, you're really good at this. You have a skill set we would like to have. We would like you to share this with the other studios we own and work with so they, too, can build long lasting, large, interactive things that last, you know, a decade. You know, it, plus, it's, the, it, plus it, there's it's, also an element of they need to compete with Microsoft with the Game Pass. Totally, totally. Yeah, I mean, if Sony turned around in the next month or two and went, we've got our own Game Pass, if you are a PlayStation player, you get to play Destiny for free. That's it. It's included in our Game Pass. That's probably why it's been taken off of Xbox Game Pass, because if Sony own it, they can put it on their kind of Game Pass or just... You own a PlayStation, you get to play it for free. It all the expansions, etc. That's how they get their players onto PlayStation. The rest of us have to pay. Well, you got to gotta own a PlayStation, community. and you have to have the PlayStation Plus or whatever. You got to have them both. Yeah, yeah. But, but people do that. Still, yeah. yeah, I know that. But, but maybe that's going to be an aspect of you get the base game, you get the Witch Queen, but if you want to carry on playing and playing the the seasonal content, you pay. But to be honest, when I when I first saw the story break, um, I was worried. I was really worried. I thought this was going to be a PlayStation exclusive. But then the statements all came out from Bungie and everyone else, and actually looked at those. And there is an element of people just looking at headlines here, going, "Oh no!" and don't actually read the article. If you actually read the article, it gives you a hell of a lot more information than just actually sitting there going, oh, no, this is going to be a bad thing. I I genuinely do believe that Sony's more into this. Yes, there is an element of they want it on the PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, but the fact is they are going to make more money potentially off a miniseries or movies or the, the TV rights for something. I hope they do TV stuff. TV, blah, blah, blah. TV stuff. 
because I would love to see a because you know how they have those like live action like we posted them in the chat earlier this week right some of the old live action stuff that they did with Cade and and Zavala and you know all this other stuff when they're trying to rally oh, the Zavala's troops what, yeah well look at Zavala's yeah. origin story well, oh, they, what I'm saying, what I'm saying they, is, they absolutely are. I mean, they they just hired what was a guy, Derek Sai, who's a, who's going to head the Destiny Universe Transmedia Group, who was previously the director of uh, League of Legends animation shorts. And it says, as part of Bungie, he will be adapting the Disney IP across a variety of new mediums, including film, TV, animation, books, comics, and audio formats. So they're clearly saying, we have this amazing universe. We want to make all the things. And oh man, I hope they do do audio. I hope they yeah. do do audio formats because that'll be amazing to listen to at work. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. not even just the audio format. Like, like y'all aren't thinking big enough. I want to see like a TV series of just cage shenanigans, you know, or or you know how Zavala came into power, or or the rise of Iron, or just Shax's tournaments, you know, whatever. Right? Hear me. You could do hear, all hear kinds out. of stuff with this, dude. I want I want a buddy comedy with Nathan Fillion and Lance yes. Riddick. Absolutely. That's what I want. Zavala and Cade <laughs> going through the universe, getting up to no good. Oh yeah. But yeah, oh, you, yeah. you know, I, I mean they're, they're playing we want to make all the things. I mean I mean they're they're looking in all the directions and and now with Sony, it gives and I think that's part of what Bungie's short well, short term but longer term impetus to, to this was is they need money to do all these things independence is great but independence doesn't get you billions of dollars having access to fresh new billions of dollars means you can start hiring people you can start building these th- you know staffing these positions to build these things out to make tv movies comics etc so i think i mean you know at least in the shorter term this is giving them a launch pad to do this and obviously sony with sony pictures gives you a place to make all these things happen. And maybe that's part of the agreement saying we will absolutely throw money at you. You know, basically we're investing in you to build out TV movies, comics, all these things. And then you'll bring them out to, you know, Sony will be your distributor. You know, Sony will make their money on the back end of that going, you'll put them out through us. We'll help, you know, we'll help you in the front end to create them. But then we get a piece of the action on the back end by these being Sony productions. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit like what Sony have done with Spider-Man. They, they they made their own Spider-Man films. They were reasonably accepted by the community. They made billions of dollars off of making The Amazing Spider-Man and the, the normal Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. But then it wasn't until they partnered with Marvel, because Marvel said, look, we know how to do this. You let us do this, you get the money. And look what they've created. They've created this amazing film that everyone's kind of critics have loved you know the community have loved if if sony have got their head screwed on right then at this point in time if they do what they've done with partnering with marvel to make the spider-man films and they do what they do that with bungie i think it's it's going to be a winning combination because they just need bungie just needs the money to kind of get going to do these things so uh, it's all good from from my perspective anyway I mean, to be fair, they didn't do too bad on their own Spider-Man movies. We're not talking about Spider-Man three; that didn't actually happen. We we don't talk. About but if that you one. look at the box office receipts for these films, they weren't they weren't like oh, we spent like a hundred million on this and it only made ninety million back. They made right. well over. They made their money back on these films because of the name they of did. them. Yes, 
And I think Absolutely. they realize that they can't just make money on the name of a film anymore. It has to be, there has to be something more to it. And if you mm. let the actual creators of said franchise get involved in making the films, they can make money and they can make good films. Just look at Ghostbusters Afterlife that they made Ghostbusters answer the call, which is okay. It's, it made more money than Afterlife overall box office wise across the world, but the fans have warmed more to Afterlife than they have the, the, the female version because of the origins of it. It comes from the original Ghostbusters. It's made I, I wouldn't by... even say that. I would say the storyline is no, what but got it's me. Made... Yes, you but know, it's, it's made the, by the, the, the female They, they and... does it too much in over-the-top slapstick comedy and not enough in storyline, whereas Afterlife invested very heavily into the storyline. Yeah. And yeah, it was there. amazing. It was but pretty good. Yeah. It, it had the original creators. You had Ivan Reitman, you had Jason Reitman in there. Dan Aykroyd was fully on board with this. That yeah. it was everything. It was like you've got the original cast <laughs> involved in it. You've got the original people back involved in it, and people will buy into it. They, you know, they're going to build another franchise off of it. Well, the only person they were missing there was. Um... I want to say Alan Rickman, but it wasn't Rick Moranis as yeah. the uh, as the lawyer. I just really wanted to see him pop up, the actually married married to um, no, the key master, That's right? <laughs> married to um, Janine, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, that's right. They did get married. <gasps> they, they didn't get married. I forgot about that. They didn't get married. Yeah. They were going out oh, yeah. in the second one. They were dating. Whatever. But yeah. yeah, but it. it I think Sony have learned over the years that you can't just like buy a name and just run off with it. It, it doesn't work like that anymore. People want the, the original creators. They want, they want the quality. Yes. Yeah. And, and the, I think there has been so many get. bad movies recently that they need to put a qu more quality out there. Yeah. And I think that's what they're going to get with Bungie. It's, it's more of a partnership than it is a complete buyout. Now, I agree with Ty Guy Travis from the Last Word podcast from IGN. He was he was quite what down on that whole thing. Full <laughs> <laughs> title and everything. <laughs> I'm not shy from you know. Can you give us an episode number, a date, a time? Oh, I can't remember the episode number. It was this week anyway. And I'm the also going to I'm going to also plug the Massive Breakdown podcast later. But the uh, he's, he's, us, dude. You're way too nice about that. Who cares? It's not about that. Anyway, I, I think I mean, he was pretty down on the whole situation and I could see where he was coming from. He was down on the fact that Bungie, again, had been spouting for so long they wanted to be independent, independent, independent. And then he did elaborate on this that over time, boards will change, people will move in and out of studios and things. And eventually, Sony will have complete control of Bungie because mm -hmm. of this is how things work, you know. Pete Parsons probably won't stay there beyond, let's say, 2025. Uh, other people may move on and, and come in. And slowly but surely, the bungee that we know now won't be the bungee in five, ten years' time. But then that is across all studios and things like that. They they could be. It could be, you know, it people could be just... Better. We could it have could be like, better. We could have, like, Street Fighter skins instead of dinosaurs. <laughs> But that that is his, that is you know the general. Ryu takes out Frodo. 
Haruki. I'm sorry. Continue. That is the general gist of business anyway. People moving in and out of jobs and away from jobs. At, at the core, oh, yeah. I hope Bungie will stay as the studio that we, we know and love today. And I think it is the people that come into Bungie have the passion and have the desire to have Make those money. goals throughout. So even if they Sony kind of or Bungie's board changes over time, I hope that they still maintain that bunginess that we all love. Flexibility, able to keep things on top of your car. Important Bungie things. Oh, yeah. Able to keep things on top of the car. Mm-hmm. All in all, I think it's a good thing. Well, I hope it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, personally, I don't think they want to be involved in the gaming side of things. I think it's more the movie rights and the the production rights of other material to actually do with that. The Destiny Transmedia Universe. That's correct, yeah. Yeah. We have our Marvel Universe, we'll have our Destiny Universe. I exactly. like it. So, seeing as we've already dived into this week at Bungie for the 3rd of February, did you know, though, Guardians, one million players have pre-ordered Destiny 2 The Witch Queen? Have, have all of you pre-ordered? I have. Dude, that, I pre-ordered the day it came out, man. Yeah, many, many months ago. I said, here's yeah. all the money for all the things. So you're while, saying I have to buy it? I no, am saying you I'm have to buy it. we did. You asked us if we did. We're yeah. saying we did. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm saying, I need to play yeah. with you, so yeah, I'm, you're, you're you're not part of that million. You so, haven't played I mean, with me yet, so I don't see what the problem is. Why would you start now? Yeah, he yeah. He, he, he means more in the macros. Just like uh, I don't do micro transact- transactions, I'll do macro transactions. I'll give you the hundred dollars for all the content for the game, but I don't care how pretty I look. As long I, as it's I, pink. I, I also did get around to actually finally watching the Weapon and Gear trailer that I've now seen frame by frame across the Destiny world this week, but I actually watched it in its entirety in moving format too. So we will link that in the show notes, but things I pointed out in the trailer, because I thought I'd really worry these guys by starting taking some screenshots and putting them in our show notes. And I did about five or six and I thought they're going to start getting worried now. He's going to do screenshots of everything and talk about it. It's not worry. It's just it's an inevitability we've come to yeah. expect. No, I'm not though. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna go over the basics. Mm-hmm. Well, hang on. Before you go over the basics, did you the trailer where the Guardian fell to his knees? Yes. Is that the trailer? Yeah, that was they've, an emo. they've linked in the twab. Yeah, that was an emo. Um, well, what does that remind you of? An emo <laughs> that I've seen well, no, so many th- times. Think, think back in the Red War where the uh, the Starfish of Death went round the Traveller. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And our, our, our guardian, our light got taken. Yeah. Okay. Could that be potentially where the light comes from to power no. up? So that, um, no. I'm, the I'm Zavathin, she is accessing the light not via the. the she she's doing it through. Oh, ghost mate, shells this as, this, as this a is technique. a trap. This is a, so much a trap. She is inviting us in and going, "Thank you very much." No, I don't even think it's that. I'm, I'm and convinced we're stupid that enough to go in. She... We are. Are just a conduit come, for her to come access. Come make me phone. into. Come make me into a gun. Oh look, you've got no light anymore. Thanks very much. Is this a Matrix origin story? Are we all going to become batteries? No. Ten, no is, this, is this how the Matrix starts? Does Kate come back as Keanu Reeves? I'm, I need answers. What do you mean? How it starts? How do you know it hasn't started already, and we're in it? Oh, we're we're clearly in it, but I'm saying this is like you were 
the matrix itself really begins. Yeah. This whole, this whole thing has been a simulation the entire time. Take planets away randomly. We've been in a simulation since day one. The whole tower being destroyed was just a server crashing in somewhere. So they had to rebuild it and put us in a new simulation. <laughs> you, you know, this makes Telesa the chosen one, right? I think chosen is a strong word. <laughs> in one screenshot that I took, there is you could there's a glimpse, I think it's a Titan or a Warlock holding a new iron banner hand cannon. Then we have a returning uh auto rifle, the Valkadine, seven hundred RPM Valkadine. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Very I can nice get rid of the two that I've got in my vaults if they mm-hmm. match up. So, you know, at least it gives me something else. Yeah. That's why yeah. sometimes that's why I keep they're, they're gonna have new perks because you're you're gonna have one with a that you can't roll on anymore so you're gonna have to keep that one in addition to the ones with the new perks it's gonna have from, well, no, from everything if, else if they come with better perks you know better mm-hmm. range and and things I'm, i'll be quite happy to swap those out so i, I keep them just to measure them up they're gonna have in to game. what do you mean if they have to oh no it's gonna come with some perk that no longer rolls on that auto rifle keep because you can you can no longer get that it's gonna have underdog which they're gonna take out of the game then you'll have Dog auto rifle, which I'll keep for some reason because this is how Night Demon's brain works. So we've got to look at our three glaives for our Hunter, Warlock, and Titan. Well, there's only really one that counts on here, and that's the Hunter one. We can ignore the Warlock one. The, the healing buddy? No, no, see, what you're missing is the Titan glaive can place a protective shield, so it can shoot a bubble to a faraway location. You can then lunge into that bubble with the glaive in your hand and destroy things in the bubble with the sword. Yeah, but you and Demon will do that just as I'm about to let a rocket off and I'll die. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's your own fault. Don't have the yeah. rocket out. Ro- Bungie should have just said we're removing rocket launchers from this game because I'm absolutely going to put bubbles on people and it's going to be amazing. Purposeful or not, it won't matter. So yeah, your, your Titan Glaive is the edge of action. You can place a protective shield, so bubble. a bit like a Titan bubble. Warlock mm-hmm. Glaive is the Edge of Intent, where you can deploy healing turrets. And or your Hunter Glaive is your Edge of Concurrence, which is tracking chains of lightning. So you just want to be a Titan. All those times that Respawn said, oh, we want this, we want that. There you go. You got some. You can have some electric from the Titans. First of all, does it I kind didn't of feel like they just, they just got a little lazy on the Hunter one? I mean, I, I, mean, prefer, like, I, like I sort of understand they're all related. Does the Hunter one just feel lazy to anyone else? Yes. See, what I see this is, as when we first started Destiny and you only had the two subclasses, you remember that, guys? When we had Destiny 1, you only yeah. had two subclasses and it was rotated I round. I see this again as with these glaives. The Hunter gets the electric, the Warlock gets the solar, and the Titan gets the Void. Oh, no. Because these are the abilities that come with those subclasses. We, forget, we can they? change stuff. We don't know how, how deep that crafting system is going to go. No, we don't. But yeah, at but the this, moment, this is, that's a, this is initially on launch, these three glaives. Yeah, exactly. Could it be as we, because they, are they going down the route of as we power them up and upgrade the glaive, is it potentially then going to unlock other class abilities? Class abilities? Or you mean glaive abilities? Uh, glaive abilities, well, it, but yeah. It, but effectively like class abilities, but in the glaive. So it, yeah, like yeah. in the Hunter one, yeah, you get I'm, the I'm chain, chain lightning. The Once you, you upgrade it, you can actually then start shooting. Yeah. yeah, so I then you miss. start. You can start shooting out, blade, do a swing, and it, it, it does like a blade barrage or something. Ooh, yeah, I think dirty. this is going to be 
this well this expansion's version of us powering up stasis you remember like for the last year we've been going to the exo stranger we've been going oh give us a new aspect or fragment and we can then change what we're doing with stasis i think this is going to be the thing for this this year is that each expansion or each dlc will give you a new part to the glaive for you to then go off and craft and make it do something different well that would be interesting to actually see if they would tie, tie it in that closely with our the, the subclass we're running so that that glaive then mirrors the subclass yeah so we also have some exotic weapons that are coming would you like to tell us about those hunter master Raja? Sure, we have some exotics. Let me move this over here so everybody can see. All right, um, we have the Parasite Worm Launcher with increasing damage. That is a sentence that has come out of my mouth about destiny. <laughs> Have you seen this on the trailer? It looks amazing. Yes, it doesn't look amazing at all, dude. It looks creepy AF. It looks like something, like when you've described what happens in Borderlands, something really out of mind stupidness yeah, but look, okay, is okay, now look in at Destiny. The look at the picture. You see up there, the barrel looks rifled, right? Right at the tip, it almost looks like it's rifled. Now, I know, rifling's on the inside, but but just think about it, right? This thing has got a barrel, and the tip of the barrel looks like it's rifled, at least on the outside, right? I think that's so just this, an optical So this poor reason. little worm, this poor little organic living thing gets launched out somehow. So we don't know if this, if he's propelled out with air or an explosive or whatever. So somehow he's getting launched out of this thing, probably hits a rifling. So now his little flesh is getting shredded as he's getting rifled just... through this barrel. And then gets blown out the front. No, no, I mean honestly, I I looked at this and I remember when they did the the colony and they said the the tracking grenades, you know, the bug grenades were based on like the behavior of the rabbits that they had running around the EDZ at one point. Right. I, I just I just love they're just like no, we're just gonna let you fire worms at things because we're gonna fight the hive and be like hi, we're gonna shoot worms at you just to insult you even more. But these are these are secret bomb worms. What's not to love? Okay, well, so first of all, going back, we are in fact shooting worms, like hive worms that people. Now, these worms, according to lore, they get inside you, and now you have to feed this worm. So are we just running around creating crota after crota after crota after crota after crota? Hey, congratulations, Dredge. I have now just fully upgraded you. <laughs> Where do you think the hive guardians come from? Gotta start somewhere. And then it increases damage. So, like, what? The first worm comes out, detonates. The second worm comes out. He's even bigger, right? Mm -hmm. Like, increasing damage worms. Or does the one worm act like a void grenade, right? He lands. He kind of puts off, like, this poisonous aura, like little poison fumes coming off of him. And then the longer you're in there, the more damage it does to you kind of thing. No, the, the, what it is, they're all related, you see. So you send the first worm out. He doesn't kill you, so they send his big brother. Hmm. Well, anyway, that's what it looks like, guys. Grenade launcher. Worm launcher. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I am going to move on to this Sweet ass looking submachine gun. Honestly, visually speaking, what, this what, gun. What, what's it called? Looks cool. Osteo Striga. 
Swarming projectiles trigger a toxic burst. That's now, swarming, that catches my attention. Are they tracking? Do we have a tracking submachine gun that once you hit enough bullets, create a toxic burst? They swarm yeah. people. They don't necessarily track them. Fire them in the general direction, and they kind of just maybe, swarm them. Maybe it makes like no, a toxic cloud like, around them. Like the perfection kind of swarm, right? You know what I'm talking about? No. The pulse rifle, the perfection, the uh, nanites, pulse rifle, perfected. Thank you. That thing. You know how they swarm around and just boom, 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 like that kind of thing. No idea. Makes sense. I've not used it yet. I'm sorry. What? The new uh, weapon he hasn't used. I've not used it yet. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, swarming. That, that's 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 what comes to mind. Swarming, like you said, swarms around them and then tracks them because you can't track or you can't swarm without tracking because. And then they they'll just the the left the leftover bolts almost just hang there in the air when the target's dead. I guess so. And then and I if guess anybody runs into off, them, off, maybe this is actually. You might be right. Maybe this is just a submachine version this of is the Telesto, the submachine gun. Not Telesto, no. No, no this is Telesto, the submachine gun. So you shoot the little bullets, they swarm around somebody, and then they explode like the nanites do for the perfected. But instead of just an explosion, it's a toxic explosion. So it adds. So it's, it's going to have the like the thorn effect where it's poisoned. Yes. That I'm really interested in playing with this and this. We get day one if you pre-order. Just a little bit of a flex there. So, so you're saying this is not the SMG version of the Wordcliffe coil? No. Oh. No, I'm, I'm thinking Outbreak Perfected SMG form with poison. So the Telesto and the Wordcliffe coil didn't have an SMG baby? I don't think so. So I wonder if this will work really well with the Necrotic Grips for the Warlocks, the same way that they work with the Thorn. Oh, man, if they do... That's going to be a PvP mm. monster. Mm. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be nice to have that kind of synergy between weapon and ability. Well, that's what they've kind of been building, haven't they? With right. certain exotics pairing with certain exotics. So you pair your gun with your gauntlets, and it does something extra. So, mm. yeah. Well, they've done that with one class so far. No, they've done it with a couple of classes. Mm-hmm. You put your Grand pig on, overture. you put That's your sweet it. business, you're good to go. Sorry, mm -hmm. Swan. Grand Overture um, is a slug launcher that charges full auto missile. So. Oh, right. This is the one I was thinking was the grenade version of the forklift coil. You mean the, the heavy machine gun version? It says full auto missiles. Well, I mean, I mean, we have a gun that does that already that recently got nerfed, remember? And shoot slugs. And it shoots slug rockets. You can recall. shoot worms and slugs. No, did wrong. And that's this just a smaller worm. That kind of slug. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm saying, um, worms and slugs. Or maybe it is that kind of slug. I have no idea. This is, we're stepping into a war with shooting living things now. Um. Its archetype is a heavy is a light machine gun, obviously, or a heavy machine gun, like its predecessor, most likely. Um, the only thing that I don't understand charges full auto missiles. So I get the full auto missiles, right? 
because yeah. it's just like its predecessor. Slug launcher, again, just like its predecessor. But what is this charges nonsense? Do you have to hold it down to charge around and then fire it? No, charges full auto-missile. Auto yeah. So charges you almost... Like I'm, an oxymoron right there. Well, no. Is it going to be like um, Devil's Ruin, where you have to charge, hold the trigger down to charge it for the, um, the laser beam? But you get a burst. You get a burst of missiles come out, and that's your clip gone. That's from Xenophage. Thank you, T Rex. Yes, Xenophage. Um, like an arc Xenophage is what so, I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so in the trailer, I mean, you do see like him firing, like bursts, and then all of a sudden you get the barrage of full auto missiles. So maybe it's you know so you shoot bang 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 bang. Yeah, like you shoot for a while, and then it charges up. And you get the missile. Or it charges up with kills. Damage. Yeah, mm -hmm. kills or damage. Yeah, so so it is a, a you know works like a regular machine gun, and then all of a sudden you get the full auto missiles by triggering it. However, you know, number of seconds, amount of damage, number of kills, whatever it happens to be. That sounds fun for like a boss. DPS like when Iron Man deploys his shoulder launchers. Mm -hmm. The mini missiles. Gotcha. Gotcha. I could I could see that being fun in like a DPS phase, just dunk 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 do 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 dunk 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 do 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 do. Now yeah. what I'm going to need to know is, can you blow yourself up with this thing? Absolutely. Because the, because the moment you 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 fire those full auto missiles, you're blowing yourself up, your friends up, everyone around you, the bubble that you suddenly find yourself in, or the wall you just <laughs> run behind as you let mm -hmm. it off, the giant stasis crystal you didn't know was there, something. So, so I really need to know, Bungie, is this is this more submachine gun xenophage? I don't blow up, or do those full auto missiles blow me up in the process? Because that thrall mm, is just looking at me being like, I would assume you could probably kill yourself, maybe not with one shot. Always go with the latter. Everything blows everybody up. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I'm thinking. Now, here's something. I don't know if I have a strong opinion about. I'm just kind of, yes, huh? Do. Right. So mm -hmm. for our exotic, our new exotic armor hunters, we get a Blight Ranger helmet. And what this does is for our middle tree arc, our reflected projectiles deal increased damage. The only, the only thing I can see this making any kind of sense is like some kind of PvE activity where you got like a witch slinging projectiles at you or something? I don't know, man. Because like, because it shows it in PvP where a, a, a titan is throwing a hammer at the hunter and the hunter reflects the hammer back and kills everybody in that area. But it all we already do that, you know. If if right now without this exotic, but now if that titan throws that hammer at us and we reflect it back. It kills him anyway. Yeah, so, but then the, if it's got increased damage against and it's a hammer, you've got the explosion effect there, so that will do it over an increased area because there's more damage. Well, I mean, the hammer explodes anyway, doesn't it? The, yes, but what I mean, the blast radius will be bigger. a couple seconds. Huh? And, and, or, well, either way, this is the hunter's antics. That That's what I, That's all I see here. Hmm. It's one of those things, it'll be gimmicky if you can pull it off, but I don't know how. But it's not even Antaeus Gorge. It's, it's not even that good, right? Because we have well, to be in a super for this to do its thing. Because yeah, the I would never call Antaeus Gorge good except for those two minutes. <laughs> but still, you know, yeah. Antaeus Gorge, you don't need to have an active super for it to work. This one, 
they do. You just have so, to t- time your slide perfectly. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, even 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 if that that would still be, it, it would it, be aggravating, but it would be an option, you know, instead of yeah, it, it, it's still just a very silly exotic. Yeah, I don't like, think we gave exotic. you one. I think you got mm-hmm. least. I mean, maybe there's some maybe there's some new piece of content this will come in handy for, but uh, I don't know. Maybe there's some boss. Maybe you you could reflect the the ogre's eye beams back at him and do double damage, and that'll be helpful in some way. I don't know. Maybe See, the no, this all ogres. seems interesting because I can't tell you how many times I've turned a corner and there was a titan barricade there, and you just walk through it because it was around the corner. So right here, the hoarfrost Z. Chess piece, which aesthetically speaking looks pretty cool. I'll give you credit. Um, your a stasis wall replaces your barricade. Now, when it said stasis wall, this was the ice crystals, wasn't it? A wall of crystals, isn't that isn't that what it was in the trailer? Same thing if you yeah, same thing if you throw your initial stasis grenade, big giant okay stasis, yeah. So that being said. That wall is going to be weaker than your overall barricade because your barricade can take more shots than those ice crystals can, right? My question to Titan: Why? I would love to. Why know would the same you ever thing. use this? You know, the only thing I can think of is if you've got somebody come up to the other side of it and you shatter the stasis wall, they'll take damage from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. or or something about, or I mean, or it could be if. Using any of those when you're near a stasis crystal, you you know do more damage, take less damage. One of those things just giving you more ability to make stasis crystals if you're really specking into stasis. Because Bungie yeah. keeps screaming weapon crafting, build crafting at us, so you know some synergy there. You know what? Actually, hold on. I mean, it could also be good use of a stasis ability without having to use a stasis subclass. Yes. Mm-hmm. So all these weapons that give you extra protection when you're next to crystals or extra damage when you're next to crystals or yada yada, this could be a way to access that damage and or protection without actually having to be on a stasis subclass, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just ability to make spec into stasis better. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. Stasis is That's something I love to Largely ignored because I can't deal with the stasis super because I'm a drunken right. topper. I mean, obviously, they had something in mind when they made this. They had, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering what they had in mind when they made that. Right. Yeah. I mean, clearly, we haven't seen any of the new content. So maybe there's a spot where this is useful in some way or, or just, you know, it, it gives you, again, you know, all the things you think being near stasis, like you were just saying, mm-hmm. it gives you ability to sort of on demand, more or less, or at least more, more opportunity to bring that up. Yeah. And, you and, give and this a week of being out, and there'll be multiple videos out there saying how good this actually is. Oh, totally. Yeah. Or, or in just PVE, it just gives the hunters another thing to, to shatter dive when you're in well, PVE. In, PV- like in PVE, it gives you a physical barrier instead of one that people can walk through. Now, granted, the one people can walk through, we get damaged. But this right there, if you just want to stop someone from chasing you, bam, physical barrier. You're not coming in until you blow up the ice cream. That's all I can really think. Right, and then and then you strap Telesser to the back of it and blow the whole thing up, and you kill everybody <laughs> within a four mile radius, and get a full super in return. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the warlocks, Osmoimancy gloves, Os Osmiomancy, Osmio, Osmio, Osmiomancy gloves, Osmio. I know what Mancy is, but what is Osmio? 
Osmosis. Osmosis? Osmeomancy? Additional cold snap with enhanced seeking. So it basically so, improves that grenade. What it says it did. Oh, you get two yeah. cold snap grenades. I see. Yeah, it gives you a second cold snap grenade with better better tracking on it. I thought my, my brain was like you throw the one grenade and two of the little chasey things come out. But yeah, no, you're probably right. So that's pretty straightforward. All right, not not a real big mystery there. Okay. Yeah, um, double grenades for stasis. What's well, not to, mm-hmm. you know? Gives you a bit. We're going to get your grenade back. All right, gentlemen, I have been summoned. Apparently, if acceptable podcasting time has come to an end. Overstayed your welcome. Image. Yes. So, could you answer the one question that people have been asking all this time that you've been missing? Yes. Is Arth going to come back with some more lore? Yes, I am. Good. Just not this way. <laughs> Fair enough. I think the people just wanted a proof of life to make How... sure that you were still alive. Have you also been acquired by Sony? I I'd have money behind me then. That'd be great. Yeah, it's okay, so come by me. PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we've just been exceptionally busy at work and uh, quite a few personal issues that I've had to deal with. Fair enough. But the people will be glad that you're back. Oh, I'm back. I'll definitely try and get back on next week. I've, I've got to literally, literally, I haven't played any Destiny or anything like that. I haven't had time. I've got to catch up with the lore as well and go from there. Well, speaking of that, before you go, I think the end of the season will happen this week because we're two weeks out from our Witch Queen. So next week, the week before Iron Banner, I think is going to be where we get our conclusion. So hopefully Tuesday's reset, there'll be some more lore for you to kind of delve into and and then you can come back and tell us all the ins and outs of mm-hmm. how it's going to affect the Witch Queen. And if anybody sees me on, please jump in with me and help me get through the grasp of Avarisk because I can't get past the boss. And take a picture so that you can prove that you're with him. He's I mean, a proof of life. I'm literally and then you can get some silver from us. You seem like you can't play. Have to find no, him. I can't. What, what platform but, are you Xbox or PC these days? I'm both. He's everywhere. I mean, uh, I mean right. I'm mean, not that it actually matters, but just in, <laughs> just in terms of just in terms of friendless friendless seeking. You can seek me on test. both because I I have I'm friends on both platforms, and I'll use the Xbox Game Bar to communicate or you through party chat or. Bro, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking this question like it actually matters. I thought you said you had to go. I have right. Anyway. Cheerio. Cheerio. Have fun, gentlemen. Bye. See you later. <laughs> and that has been My Name is Not Off. There you go. There's, there's your yearly visit, guys. No, he will be back <laughs> with some more lore, hopefully. He says this, and then he disappears for months on end. Yeah, you've heard, you've heard his voice. Man, come on. Yeah. Oh, Can I be trusted? I know one but no so, way. Welcome to the Enclave. Hi, Enclave. Wait. Salvatine was building an army of hive, and they're not ordinary because they're from the Lucent Brood, which I love that they threw this in there. And unfortunately, we've just lost our. our, our He's a public event. <laughs> Sorry. He just said not off as a public event. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. I, I don't know Destiny is like, these are the Lucent Hive. 
Have we ever heard this term before? No. Do we know what the Lucent Brood Hive are? Mm-mm. Other than being just introduced Lucent to them. Lucent means like, like brood no. means group, and then hive is hive. Yeah. So it's a like group hive. I just love how they're like, they've become the Lucent Brood. How could this happen? What does it mean? Why do we care? We'll get around to telling you in the Witch Queen, I suppose. Um, but but now there's an enclave, and, and we're going to craft legendary weapons, but it's no simple matter. You have to find patterns, which is weapon blueprints, collect materials, and build more weapons. So know. you're going to go grind a bunch of things for a what bunch of saying? materials that we're going to make needlessly complicated and then make it less complicated next season. That's what I'm hearing when I read this. Uh, I, I'm not hearing the less complicated part. I just think it's going to be needlessly complicated. Sure Full could fun. be. But early in the Witch Queen campaign, you'll be given an introductory quest that will run through the ins and outs of crafting. In the first and second missions of the Witch Queen, which are free to all players, Guardians will uncover the deep sight ability and be introduced to the Enclave, which is our table of pretty colors, which in my brain, that's, that's what it is. You can give whatever fancy name you want, table pretty colors. And this is where you'll begin to shape your glaive, your brand new weapon archetype being introduced in the Witch Queen. All of the necessary materials will be provided for your first crafted weapon, but you'll also be given a short tour yeah, a short tutorial on how to find those materials for future crafting. A subset of weapons and archetypes will be craftable from the start, and more will be added in the future. So they're going to hand you a glaive and then teach you how to do more. Now, I hope with that, that it's you'll be given your first glaive per character. So if you've got all three characters, you'll be able to pick up your first glaive and have all the materials to do each one for each class, rather than you're just going to get one, and then you're stuck. So... That's going to be in the week two hotfix. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our first hot take, this is just a reskin of Grandma Stranger Danger's cookie baking they're trying to make you pick whichever one's your favorite child first. These guys just ignored me, didn't you? Yeah. What? Sorry? I said our first hot take on this is uh, uh, it's a reskin of Grandma Stranger Danger's cookie baking simulator. Well, that that's all that's all of destiny's crafting things are go go we're, we're gonna we're gonna take some materials away so we can give you a material so you have a whole different economy you now have to keep track of mm-hmm. and then you're gonna go grind content until you're blue in the face to get whatever thing you need in this case it'll be weapon patterns mm-hmm. you'll get the weapon pattern and then you'll come back and then you'll craft a thing you'll be unhappy with that thing then you'll go back and try to craft a different weapon pattern sounds yeah accurate mm-hmm. yeah i agree so they say, you know, you'll get the deep sight thing. And then as they say, after crafting, after reaching the enclave and crafting your first glaive, randomly rolled weapons throughout the game will have a chance to drop it with a new ability, deep sight resonance. So this will be used as you begin to target specific traits to craft. And for some reason, I can't say craft today. So that's just working out real great trying to read this. That's fine. As, a, as an example, if you find a deep sight resonance legendary auto rifle with a rampage perk, you can complete an objective to extract the essence of the perk, then craft a weapon with Rampage, or another perk that increases damage. So do you get to choose, or is it random? Oh my I god, like- I hope it's not random, because they yeah, said yeah. you can craft, man. If it's a random thing, oh, I'm be so tilted. Because I was right there, it's like, you can craft a weapon with Rampage. Great, I get a Rampage perk for my Rampage Deep Resonance, and now I can craft a Rampage thing. If it's Rampage... Or another perk that increases damage, I'm gonna be a little salty because I want the one that I that I that you, know, you specifically for. crafted for. Yeah, exactly. Which you know we'll uh, see. So and then as you craft them and put them into things, you can level them up. 
there's a whole I, I read this and I'm like, just just give it to us and let me play with it. Because there's there's many pictures and screenshots that I'm like, just, just See, give me this thing and let me progress through it to understand how it works and then I can play with it. The thing that gets me is I've still got the same materials for armor crafting that they gave me freaking uh day one. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I've never grinded for any of the... All, all the, the synth cord. The and... Yeah, never grinded any of that crap, right? But I've heard it's a nightmare. It, it, it is so overly complicated and convoluted, it's ridiculous. And I'm hoping that this type of farming for these new things is not going to be similar to that. Because, no, we don't. it doesn't need to be that complicated. You're absolutely going to grind content both for the weapons and then to level the weapons and then to get the blueprints to craft new weapons. Like the whole thing is just, you know, go go play a playlist activity. Yeah, I, no, I get that. I, just, I don't want stuff. that to be as complicated as 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 armor, armor synth crafting stuff. You know, I get all that. I just just make it reasonable, Bungie. Don't make it unreasonable, man, because we're going to be. We're going to be doing this for a whole lot of weapons and weapon archetypes and this and that and the other. I don't want it to be ridiculous. Make it fun, okay? Make it fun. I'm so tired of them just, like, making a thing happen. Hey, you can do this. Cool. How? Oh, you got to do it in this very unfun, unentertaining... I mean, it's not even a grindy feeling. If it was a grindy feeling, whatever. But it's just... You do it because you have to and you're not going to enjoy it. You're going to the dentist for fun, you know? I've been and, to the dentist a couple of times the last couple of weeks, so no, we, we don't talk about that. Exactly. You, you, you get where I'm coming from then. So, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I don't want it to be that kind of feeling. I want to enjoy it. I want to, I want to be like, yes, I'm grinding for this thing. You know, either, I mean, if you can't enjoy it, like, if you can't make it fun, then don't make it long, right? That's all I'm asking. Either make it fun or make it quick. That's what she said. But... You got a 50-50 shot, Bungie. Make something with it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Come on. It, 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 it may not be fun or quick, or it could be both. Because like the, the example they get is this Forensic Nightmare SMG with the Deep Sight Resonance on it. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, to attune this weapon, you need to complete activities. And use this weapon will progress the Deep Sight Resonance objective. So go run a thing over and over again and use this weapon running that thing. So, so you I have to it. use so, the weapon so as I, you're building it, so it's not even complete, and you have to use it in its incomplete... Well, no, 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 this is the deep... This is the, you get a random drop on the world, and it has deep sight, deep sight resonance uh, mod on it. In, in, order to, in order to, like, unlock... You know, in the example they gave, you'll get this auto rifle with the deep sight resonance thing for Rampage. You sort of have to, like, power that, that resonance up so then you can craft something with the rampage perk. So it's like you're getting this deep sight resonance. I'm trying to see what it does in this example. It just seems to be on this forensic uh, nightmare SMG they show. It just says deep sight resonance. This weapon possesses a resonance detectable by your deep sight ability. Use this weapon in combat or to complete activities in order to tune the resonance and extract materials useful for shaping weapons. So. Like it doesn't say what this deep is going to give me. What does that do? It resonates your deep sight, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah so I mean, yeah. So it's unclear to me. Like in, in the example they give, what you're, what you're, you know, powering this up for. But I get, or maybe it's just deep, the resonance will be its own material. You'll, you know, a one resonance in order to craft a thing. I don't. 
maybe. I, I feel like they gave examples, but they weren't very clear. Yeah. Oh, like Bungie does. Oh. I think uh-huh. this is a cross between Destiny 1 uh, coming into Destiny 2, where when we got a weapon in Destiny 1, you had to power it up to use it to unlock the different nodes. Would well, I be fine with that? Yeah. Just, but fine. this looks like a shorter version of that. You've already got your nodes unlocked shorter? for your weapons. Yeah. Well, yeah. You power well, it yeah. up to unlock an extra thing on uh, it. The resonant element. You can extract the resonant elements from this weapon. And then you can use those to, to do a thing. Yeah. So it's it's a bit like Destiny 1. I mean, I mean, uh, like the part of this I do like is, is at least use the weapon you want to make better or use the weapon you want to use to, you know, create these resonant elements with. It's not just like put this on and go run things and ignore this weapon exists. At least it's use it to make it better. Hopefully it'll be weapons that are fun to use. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I The crafting, I, I've read this over a couple of times and I'm, but let me get it into my hands and play with it because there's so yeah, many currencies like, and it's so many is just, you're given a weapon and you unlock the weapon this is supposed to be crafting this is supposed to be i grab a frame and i make the weapon what i want it to be like an advanced version of the, well, the... that's well i mean that's that's where we're getting to. that's what it is so so once you've crafted your weapon guardians will begin to increase its levels by using inactivities and defeating enemies this is where the bulk of your crafting playtime will be. The more you use your weapon, the faster you'll unlock its full potential. So they say uh, your enhanced stats and traits can be unlocked when reaching higher levels, granting slight bonuses to your weapon's capabilities. Our goal through the system is to give players a reason to invest in their weapons far beyond what masterworking could offer in the past. Each weapon you can now act as a long-tail pursuit as you look to make your freshly crafted weapon the best it can be. So like Detrick out there, where I'm assuming he is still maining his one true love, which I've now forgotten the name of that gun that goes when you shoot it. Graviton Lance. Graviton Lance. Thank you. He last I saw he had like 30,000 or 40,000, some absurd number of kills on that thing. So if you have the one true gun that you main forever, this will give you, you know, you can sort of lean into that play style and say, I can make this, this one weapon or these couple weapons a little bit better. And, and so they do have examples like of this again, uh, the con i can't read what this what this is some auto rifle they use as the example that i can't read behind the pop-up screen but like you can uh, unlock a high impact frame for it slow fire come to high pass. it's the same one above come is to it pass. The pass? Oh, okay thank you yeah so i mean they do say where you can actually you can spec into you know a number of nodes of you know, you know the one they show is a high impact frame it'll give you 10 handling so you can say if i want more handling i want reload speed like they have the the impact range, stability, handling, reload speed, rounds per minute, and magazine, like specs across the bottom. And so you can sort of spec into, I want more handling on this, or maybe this one I'd like to have more range, or maybe I want a bigger magazine size. I'd be real curious if you can tweak the rounds per minute. I'm guessing not, or at least not in any real kind of way. But well, I mean, we're going to have full auto with a lot of next season anyway. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. But just saying, if I could take a 360 RPM even to a 370 or 380 RPM, just. Well, I mean, then you'd be changing you know. the frame, though. What I'm saying is, we'll right. probably start off with a frame type and then you build from there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's probably, you know, it's probably those first five perks your impact, impact range, stability, handling, reload. Those you can probably play around with. And magazine, of course, you've always been able to play around with. Yeah. And I swear, yeah. as. as Jiminy Cricket as my witness, dude. If they implement into the system a way that you can fail an upgrade or something like that, oh, I'm going to be so tilted. They won't do that. 
No, yeah, no, there's yeah, there, there's no randomness in that. It, I play, I like, I play a lot of RPGs, and this game wants to be an RPG, and RPGs have a failed system. Yeah, but, yeah, but system it, this is still not that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, Bungie is, it, Destiny is still a looter shooter. In its core, it's still a looter shooter. It's got some things they've tacked onto it, but it's still, it, it, your core gameplay mechanic is go do the same 70 times in a row. It's still a looter shooter. Fair enough. I'm going to take your word for this, man. Take your word for it. I mean, it, it's still Destiny. And they, they, at least they are going to give us the ability to modify your existing weapon. You know, you can shape a weapon or reshape a weapon. So at least it's nice to say, hey, I thought this would be good, but it actually sucks. Let me let me fix it. Or I thought this perk would be amazing. Eh. Or just this was good. And now, or, or this was amazing last season. Now, now the meta's changed. And now I want to make this weapon do something different. So you can sort of, I mean, I like the idea of sort of hanging on to your favorite gun, but being able to tweak it a little bit to make it a little bit better, you know, in the current moment or for a certain kind of activity or, hey, the, the new seasonal thing requires a lot of this. Let me spec in that way a little bit. Now, I say all this knowing full well I will probably do very little of any of this because I'm lazy and stick with the same three guns. But I'm, well, I, I'm curious to interact with it. I'm, I, I want to know if this is a thing I can do. And Bungie, if I can if I can do some of this building outside of sitting in front of my Xbox playing the game, if if you give me a way to do this on on the internet with computers or phones or tablets, that would be amazing. Oh, like the I old would school love that a lot. where you could take the little Sonic baby and take it with you and take care of it and then put it back in the game. Sure, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, he said yeah. no. He said it's going to be a quick time event. You have to rapidly press X <laughs> to get the force to go through. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's always my biggest problem with all of these is just you know I've got time to play the game. I don't want to spend my time in the game crafting these things. I will go grind for the materials all day every day, but let me you know sit and build and look over and pull up the YouTube video that I'm trying to match you know right next to it somewhere else. Don't make me sit there in the game and do all this, which is you know like, like to your point the problem with all the the synth mod crafting. I can unlock more armor pieces, but then it's just piles and piles and piles of new armor sets that I have no way to sort or filter or favorite or anything. Like, again, you're giving us more stuff, but I need a way to manage it. See, my problem is Vault. Yours is Manage. Mm-hmm. Well, your problem yep. ain't going to be Vault anymore once you can just make whatever gun you want. Hey. Right? Right. Uh, I've you been doing eight rolls of the same gun. You can just I've change been that doing one clearing. Gun. I've got 50 spaces in my Vault. I'm not saying you don't. I have 10 spaces. All I'm saying is this will help you clear a lot of those spaces because instead of having the five weapons with five rolls, you just have the one weapon and you can re-roll it at your leisure if the meta ever changes. You see what I'm saying, bro? I, I do see what you're saying. Yeah. But, it's, but I still, I still hold on to 1,100 weapons because they're weapons that I still like to use. Like my half dandy. I only no, used no. it this week in Crucible. That was good fun. Destiny Fun Police will be very pleased with you when he makes another video about this gun's amazing, but you can't get it. 19 minutes ago, but I have it. Yeah, hold my beer. I have one. You drink beer? No, no, he, no <laughs> that's why he's having you hold it so he can play, and then you can have a beer. He's a good uh, friend. Yeah. I don't like beer, though. Can I have root beer? You, you know what you can have is you can have, you know, hockey weapons or, or redacted foundry weapons or all sorts of other exciting weapons. You could. But what I've heard from around the community, this is a slight way of sunsetting the weapons that we've already got at the moment. 
which is true. They're making better weapons or more um, desirable weapons for us to obtain. So you go. User weapons well, 1.0 is what you're saying. These weapons do better than what I've got in my vault. Like, if you're the kind of person that keeps like one flavor of every fusion rifle just because of an activity because of the different burns, and something comes along better, this will get rid of that weapon and be sunset. Whereas if you keep the weapon because it's bloody good in Crucible, you're still going to keep that weapon. Bloody good in Crucible. Bloody good. If you say it with a British accent, I'm sure you can get away with it. (laughs) But yeah, I, I kind of agree to some extent, and this is their way of sort of trying to alleviate the problem with Vault Space. But the problem is you need vault space to put these weapons in to start off with. We already have them. You guys are saying that we can do this with the weapons we've already got, right? No. No. What? That's what I asked earlier. I was like, the weapons we have in a vault right now, we can change when the system comes up. No. No. This this, Uh, Night night Demon Tale on a very important point. All the weapons we have in Destiny up till now are basically weapons 1.0. This is weapons 2.0 starting. No, no, no. All the weapons we've had are 1.0 and 2.0. This is 2.5. Or even even 3.0, maybe. But yeah, yeah, there's there's a distinction to be made between everything we have and everything we will have starting the Witch Queen. But you know what's quite exciting about this one? Uh, Mementos. Mementos. You can have mementos. Memento Mori. Mementos. Is is that the thing we've been asking where we can put weapons like up in up in a little display case and then and then they don't live in our vault collections so we can put them back out? Is that what they did? Is are those mementos? You'd hope so, wouldn't you? I would. I don't know what you're talking. What's a memento? It it's a thing. It's it it's yeah. So at launch one weapon memento will become available for all players to earn through drumroll please everyone's favorite activity gambit so unlocking a gambit themed appearance and tracker so it's a ornament but does it go on everything well it's it's an ornament and a tracker it's an ornament plus yeah. Ornament with a counter on it. So rack up your weapons to max level, head back into the enclave, and apply your freshly earned memento for some sweet flair. So it's an ornament that you have to earn hmm. and then mm-hmm. put into your I mean some of these gamut weapons look pretty sweet. Then, I can dig it. And then put and then put on your badge so you're wearing the proper numbers number of <laughs> flare. Yes. So you don't get fired from your waitressing job. More of these to come online <laughs> <Charles Mastery. laughs> That was your deep, deep office space reference for the day. Uh, uh, you do have more plans for mementos down the line. I'm excited to introduce a new in-game rarity cosmetic item for players to chase as they build their new arsenal of weaponry, which is a quite, I suppose it's quite a good idea because we've been asking for some, some kind of emblem or something to show off in game for the higher tier players that play endless amounts of trials, endless amounts of grandmasters, you know, Sherpa people. If, if they've got a new kind of ornament, like an onyx skin for their weapon, because they've done X amount of grandmaster carries or trials carries good on them. I think they deserve that. And I think this is something that's been needed in the game to entice the players 
to go and play and get these things. So, yeah, it's worth it, I think. So, legendary weapons aren't the only things you'll be able to craft, Respawn. (gasps) Wait, what? (gasps) I was joking, but what? (laughs) We can craft exotics? You can indeed. The upcoming Osteo Stringer Exotic SMG and the three class unique exotic glaives can also be crafted through the Enclave once you find their respective patterns. Now, these are like the blueprints that we discussed earlier, aren't they? Hopefully, these things drop at the end of strikes, nightfalls, gambit matches, crucible matches. They're not going to be too hard to kind of go after. And I'm hoping like the higher tier, like... Nightfall, you get. yeah, you get a better chance. We'll only kind of find that out as we get there. So, so what can I do with these exotics? Can can I can I build them from the ground up like I can with the legendary weapons? Yes, you can, if you work uh, at Bungie. Oh, well, if I don't work at Bungie, let's let's say for instance I don't. What what can I do? It's mainly about fine tuning, to be honest. They want to keep the identity of something, but finely tune it. So you have the opportunity to custom things like barrels and stocks whilst preserving the exotic look and feel. Okay, yeah. So my le- so my legendary weapons, I can totally be. Like, I can build this weapon exotic. It's it's I can make it. I can tweak it maybe, or or at least I can tweak the new exotic SMG in our glaives. But that's all they've really said we can tweak so far. It's a bit like what we've got at the moment with the Hawk Moon mission and the DMT mission, Dead Man's Tale, where you can play the mission you get another random roll at that weapon whereas this one you can craft the barrels and the stocks which is very similar to how people are trying to do the dead man's tail and hawk moon at the at this point in time is that they're going and replaying these missions to see if they can get different roles with different barrels and stocks to improve them so this is a good thing it's a way of kind of Still being able to create or enhance the exotic to the way that you want to play mm-hmm. with rather than kind of being locked out of an activity after a week of playing or like being able to do it on three characters or even just one on your account with the dead man's tail it gives you a new way of yeah just not not being kind of locked out of doing something if you see what i mean yeah i, I appreciate being able to tweak things not by just play through this activity again if you're not locked out of it and maybe you get another chance at least there's again it, we're getting what we've asked for give me the ability to focus things not just go over to the slot machine and pull the lever and hope for the best i do i do enough of that then i can eventually say i, I can make take these six small stuffed animal tokens into the giant stuffed animal token which is better so they, they will never put the telesto in this because it will absolutely destroy the entire game if we ever tweak the telesto code We've never put Telesto in anything. It just kind of... (laughs) We're going to be able to craft new Telestos day one and only Telestos, which like a Glaive Telesto and SMG Telesto. It's all Telestos all the time. All Telesto all the time. I like an infomercial. So I think it's time to tune in, turn down, and tuning all around. Yeah. Tuning, tuning, and tuning. Chris Chris Brock is here to tune us. I mean, he's not here. Us. He was here to tune Destiny Massive Breakdowns, but um, we, we can be tuned by him via text. Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't here. Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. What are you saying? So, yeah, so, what so, are you saying? You know, the, the team has been hard at work, which we already knew. Um, 
So, so Chris Proctor is going to tell us about from pinnacle to pursuit weapons. Basically, they gave us pinnacle weapons. They, they were tuned and presented as being best-in-class weapons and act as rewards for players dedicated to an activity. They excited and motivated players, but they were expensive to build for legendary weapons and had some undesirable side effects, such as it being the only thing you could use in all of PvP for months at a time, looking at you, Recluse, and Mountaintop, or becoming incredibly unpleasant to play against or so strong that no other weapon in the class could compete in PvP like the mountaintop or the not forgotten <laughs> not, not to name mountaintop names mountaintop but um it was a problem because it was yeah. literally a point in destiny if you didn't play at that point it was really the mountaintop was a one shot i'm going to kill you it, it, it's what the fighting lion wishes it could be missile straight but that exploded there was like on almost impact. no lag time between when you pull the trigger and it hit the target, right? Yeah. So yeah. straight shooting, grenade launcher, AOE explosive, no lag time. It was phenomenal. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I the, love it. The recluse, I'll even show it to you right here, guys. The recluse was a submachine gun that got more powerful as you used it and was just an absolute monster and stable as, you know, as if you would sit on a table and just shot the person next to you. And then the not forgotten was a hand cannon which basically would kill you in two taps from sometime in next week. So it was really a point where if you went into PVP, you either have those weapons or you died to those weapons. There was no middle ground. There was no competing yes. against them. And this, so, this is back when we used to have pinnacle weapons. This, by far, I think you're showing people stuff. the hardest weapon to get. The so. mountaintop yeah. is, was the worst weapon to get. But once you had it... No, no it wasn't. I just went to a kiosk and bought it. Yeah, <laughs> you did. <laughs> just just and, to say I could have it in my collection and then never really use it. So basically... So, yeah. so, oh, no, go ahead. Basically, the game moved away from pinnacle weapons because right they were better than exotics and they turned them into pursuit weapons. For years. This is... this was the, You had the mountaintop. Could you mute yourself? Because no one on the podcast can, can mm. see what you're showing them and it makes no sense. Yeah, because okay, I thought you were actually talking to make sense, but you I didn't. Talking to make sense. No, we can't see this. here. I miss this, guys. Mountaintop recluse meta. So the the intent of the season twelve is that a intent as of uh, sorry the intent as of season twelve is that the pursuit weapons that they move to should be a solid weapon, roughly seventy percent of a god roll in its archetype, and perk options that work well in both PVE and PVP and can also be reliably obtained without a huge grind. Basically, <laughs> think of Sorry. these as good, yeah, think of these as a good starter weapon for PvE and PvP, while leaving space for weapons from pinnacle activities like Trials, Raids, and Nightfalls to be even better. So they, their, their goal has been to generally ship similar weapons with a higher potential in the same season. Yeah. Uh, they go on to immediately note the Salvagers, Salvo basically ignores this guideline entirely. They just wanted to put Chain Reaction on a special ammo weapon. And um, so they did. <laughs> and it's good. But it's not a problem. No, it's not a problem. Uh, they do say chain reactions to be rare on special weapons. It's basically, we wanted to make this outlier. It was cool. But it's also not, you know, not stupendously powerful words breaking the game, which is, you know, they're fine with. It can be cool at an outlier, but mm -hmm. it's not the only thing you can use. So, you know, you know, we sort of talked briefly about, and if you're watching the stream, Respawn showed you the mountaintop of... These are the the absolute god weapons that you could not compete against. 
From Season 12 onward, we've had things you may have seen. The Adored Sniper Rifle. It's a good sniper rifle, but they've shipped better sniper rifles since. Yeah. The Salvenger Salvo. It's a breech-loading grenade launcher, which is great at room clearing, but it doesn't have the utility of blinding grenades or auto-loading holster. So other legendaries, such as the Truth Teller or Ignition Code, can often take its place in the harder content. Your Null Composure is an excellent fusion rifle, and even more so in the season after it shipped and brought back the Reservoir Burst perk, but the Plug 1 and the Glacial class can also get that same perk, and Cartesian Coordinate also often has better options for DPS. But the like the role that I have right here, perk. since you're on the subject, the Glacial class uniquely can have Reservoir Burst with subsistence. And what that's going to do, instead of you having to reload after every time you fire to get that Reservoir Burst active, hey, subsistence will put a route here. Back How in. do I get what you're talking you about? You can't anymore. Well, then stop it. What you can get if you are playing currently is the Ascendancy Rocket Launch, this season's weapon, which brought back the Explosive Light perk, which is, as you collect orbs of light, it makes your rocket more powerful and do more damage. But the Hothead, one of the Nightfall rewards, can also get this and has other perk options. So basically, they say... And get what? The Explosive Light perk. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, like Lenji says... Your ritual weapon should be, again, 70% of a good roll. This is a good weapon. This will get you far. Are there better weapons for doing hard in-game activities? Yes. Mm-hmm. But, th- but these are not the absolute cream of the cream, top of the weapons you can ever get anywhere in this game. So they're going to give that, you the cream of the cream. They're going to mm-hmm. give you the cream off the top of the cream. The creme de la creme. Mm-hmm. The reckless endangerment pursuit shotgun. This weapon is coming in Season 16 and introduces the new Steady Hands perk for a massive handling boost after a kill, plus Snapshot. There are several other shotguns in the release with even more sought-after PvE and PvE perks. But this one's going to have Snapshot sights and a massive handling burst boost after you get a kill with the Steady Hands perk, so... Is that something people uh, want on a shotgun as a handling burst after a kill? I thought you want, like, range and accuracy on a shotgun. Like, legit asking. Not not a shotgun user in the, in the Crucible, so I couldn't no. tell you. No. Sorry. It, it, it's going to be good for something somewhere, though. I suppose it is. Yeah. Just like our origin traits are, are going to be a thing. So, so we're getting new traits on, on things. You're going to have origins. Yeah. Every weapon that's new or returning in the Witch Queen will have an origin trait determined by its source in the third trait column, including all new legendary weapons and all returning trials, Iron Banner and Nightfall weapons. Origin traits will only appear on new drops of a weapon, so they won't be retroactive on anything you've got. So you've got that perfect God Roll Messenger? No, you haven't. Got to go back in. These traits vary in effect but the guideline is that they are either have the uptime or the medium power effects or low uptime and high power effects. There are 14 origin traits in total shipping with the Witch Queen in season 16, and we expect to ship around three new ones each season after season 16. For example, one for season 17, one for the raid, one for the dungeon, and one for seasonal events until we have one for each event. When we refresh old weapons from a given source, for example, existing raid or old pools of seasonal weapons, we create a new origin trait at the same time. Here are some examples. So, for Trials of Osiris, uh, Alacrity? Alacrity. 
I like I I've heard it so many times this week and I completely forgot it. It was like completely yep. went out of my brain. So that gains increased reload, stability, aim assist, and range when you are the last living member of your fire team or running solo. And that gives you plus 20 reload, plus stability 20, plus 10 in aim assist, and plus 10 in range. Solo includes Lost Sector's Rumble. So if so you're solo... It's outside of trials? You can, but you've got to go into trials to get it. So there's that. And and this isn't one of those things you can craft. You have to hope that you get a weapon with this perk on it, right? Yeah, these are things that will come from these activities. So yeah, drops at the end of them will have these origin perks on them from what it looks like. Origin traits. Origin Sorry, traits. origin traits. Yes. Not perks, they're traits. They're very different. It's a trait. Does it take a perk slot? No. No, it's, it's a trait slot. Yeah. It's like what we have at the moment with the frames. So you have different frames of weapons. So you can have rapid fire, you can have precision, etc., etc. This is something else that's going on the weapons. And this is due to the fact that they've been able to take the orb generation away from the weapons. So they're able to build more into the code to give us more on the weapons to make them more desirable rather than adding different perk slots. So it's a good thing, I suppose. Uh yeah, I don't think that's going to be intrinsic to the weapon entirely. Is, is there a picture of let's this? Keep, let's, no, there isn't. This is all. These are all words. Let, let's keep going though, because I think there's. It'll add some more clarity as we get to the bottom of this. Okay. Okay. So nightfall strikes, stunning recovery, stunning a champion partially ref refills your magazine, triggers health regeneration, and improves recovery for a short duration. Whoa! What? Health, Say that again. Grants sixty health instantly and plus forty to recovery for three seconds. I'm in. There you go. Crucible, one quiet moment, grants increased reload speed when out of combat. So plus 40 to reload stat when out of combat, haven't dealt or received damage in four seconds. That's quite a big gap for four seconds in the Crucible. I don't think that's going to help me at all. Yeah, I mean, that's that's maybe one if you're if you're running for your life, 1v3 and try and you're able to run, run away for four seconds and then reload your weapon. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Strikes, you have Vanguards of Indication. Final blows with this weapon grant a small amount of health. Small equals 7 health. Anytime it makes sense due to the source of activity, a weapon will have a multiple origin traits selectable. For example, Nightfall weapons can be selected between Nightfall and Vanguard traits. Trials of Cyrus weapons can be selected between Trials and Crucible. The Pursuit weapon can be selected between Gambit, Vanguard and Crucible traits since it can be acquired for any of these activities so it does sound like a like a new perks you know like the raid weapons have mods you can slot into them it sounds like a new selectable you know perk slot no, for lack yeah. of a better terms terms of you know if it comes yeah if it comes from a nightfall you can put your nightfall vanguard traits into it but we're not happy with just doing one thing no 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 they we want need to more. more more to the mix so you, you you rock into trials with your, your gun set up and you realize that you still need to go into it and tap all these other different nodes. Or you go into a nightfall and you realize that you haven't got all the different things because you were doing something else before. So this is just going to add more confusion to you that you've got to pick more things on your weapons and hopefully Destiny Item Manager or some of the other third-party apps will be able to kind of build this into their crafting of that you hit a button say, this is my loadout for Nightfall, click, and it selects all the perks and nodes on your weapons as well as your armor and your mods and things like that. Hopefully, cross your fingers, it all kind of works out in the end. 
But weapon foundries are the new hotness. Well, I say new, returning hotness. They're going to so mean a thing. There's this whole whole thing in the Twab about Banshee kind of knocking over some weapons and dusting off some weapons. I think if Banshee had these weapons just sitting there this whole time ready for the Why didn't he give them to us? Why hasn't he given them to us before now? Yeah. <laughs> Don't make up all this rubbish, Bungie. The same right? reason he, he kept giving us gunsmith tokens that were absolutely good for nothing. <laughs> what are you talking about? They give you legendary shards. He, he's he's the worst. He, Banshee's just the worst gunsmith. He's very bad at his job. No one can replace him. Basically, he says that the guns were meant for Zavala, Drifter, and Shax, but if we're lucky, we get to play with them. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. So are you, are you excited about this night, Tipin? I'm excited about several of the weapons. There's I, a few. Uh, there's a few space goth weapons I could stand to see again. I'm excited about the Valkalin. I, I, I love my 700 RPM, 720 auto RPM auto rifles. They are the bee's knees. Bees don't have knees. They do. These they bees don't. have knees, and they bees are excited. There are no bees' knees. They're excited because in season 16, they're replacing the old world loot pool with 12 new weapons in the style of the Destiny 2 Year 1 Foundry weapon sets. Three weapons from each Soros, Omelon, Hake, and Vice Foundries, plus one Foundry weapon for each Vanguard, Gambit, and Crucible. Now, what they failed to tell you is, currently, the World Loot Pool is 40 weapons plus, but we're only getting 12. So they kind of missed that out. Unless the other weapons are still going to be available somewhere else maybe maybe not i just want to know why they put the omelon gun backwards in this in the picture so it looks like nalamo it's because wrong, of dude. photoshop <laughs> it's just i'm just so perplexed by this like why it's so that some of them can look one way and some can look the other way we don't question the interns you know this. The interns just, did that. Just flip the image around, set it down there. It's and fine. You're the no, only person no one, on every no one YouTube, every podcast that I've no ever heard picked up on that. Nobody noticed apart from you. I mean, you're a graphic designer. I have a background in design, and I can't unsee this. It was the first thing I saw in this picture. It's like the only gun with words on it, and they got them backwards. I'm like, why? I think why, this- Bungie? Why do you do this to me? Because can. I think because it's so in your face of the the letters, all the others, like the Suros and the Hake, there's two Hake weapons on there facing oh, yeah. different ways, and you wouldn't yeah. be able to tell unless you zoomed right in. Anyway, let's not get into that. Right. Each weapon sure. will come with a Foundry origin trait themed around the Foundry's personality. So Suros weapons, Suros Synergy. Reloading grants this weapon's bonus handling and reduces income flinch for a short time. So it's plus mm-hmm. 40 in handling, 20% flinch resistance for 6 seconds after reloading. Very nice. Hakeys, Hake Breach Armaments. This weapon deals increased damage against vehicles, turrets, barricades, and stasis crystals. Turrets include stasis turrets, plus 15 to vehicles, uh, and plus 30 to structures and turrets. Omelon. Omelon Fluid Dynamics. The weapon has increased reload speed stability for the top half of the magazine. Stability is max 20 plus 20. Reload is max plus 30. And reload reduces the magazine at, reduces as the magazine gets lower. Vice. Vice Stinger. 
chance on damage to partially refill this weapon's magazine. Not on damage? Yeah. Not kill. So it's like subsistence. And then when you do empty the magazine on a vice weapon, it has a, a fast reload, like super fast reload. So that's going to be amazing for those vice weapons, especially on that auto rifle. In addition to the foundry origin traits, each foundry weapon's perk pool leans into that foundry's identity. Big damage for Harke, consistency for Soros, ability tie-ins and weird stuff for Omelon, and never stop firing for Vice. you say weird, weird stuff? Weird stuff. I'm quoting them. Weird stuff. Oh. That's weird stuff. Okay. Uh, and they have a picture of a shotgun, a hand cannon, and an auto rifle. So the shotgun is going to be from the Vanguard Strikes. The hand cannon is from Crucible. Oh, that the... auto rifle! <gasps> I know that auto rifle! Oh, you don't know that auto rifle. It's a new one. It is looks, it? It looks like the half Dan D, but it's not. It's yeah! It's a Herod C. It's a half Dan D. It had such an aggressive like, sound when it fired. Yes. I loved it. And that one is available. The auto rifles from Gambit. You said magical words. Auto rifles of Gambit. That right? Foundry weapons that drop from a source aside from the world pool can switch between the foundry trait and that source's trait. This doesn't imply that the foundry weapons will be common outside the world pool. For example, a roll on the new Gambit Hake high impact auto rifle, the Herod C, might and look it's high like impact? This. Oh yes. That's corkscrew rifling and polygonal rifling, armor piercing rounds or flared magwell, perpetual motion, focus fire, invader tracker, Gambit origin trait. Harkay Breach Armaments, Harkay Origin Trait, Kill Tracker, see below, and Range Masterwork. All right, so not only will I be able to have the origin of my activity I could put on my gun, like, you know, hey, I got this from Gambit, I want to track invaders. I could then also, what I'm guessing, because of the way they're using the slashes, use that same slot in the weapon to say, or I could do my Harkay Traits. So do we yes. think it's going to be your your origin of where you got this from versus the weapon foundry, you know, you can have one of those new traits on this weapon. So it's not two additional slots. It's one additional slot. You can pick your favorite thing and swap them around as you see fit. Yes. That's what I'm getting. That's cool. I like it. Just give me more slots, my weapons. I want to put all the things on. I don't want to choose who wants to choose. Just, just put all the things on. Well, they're sorry that they can't bring back all of your favorite weapons respawn. But you can expect to see weapon foundries receive new additionals, ad, new additions each season for the year that follows the Witch Queen, with some fun surprises thrown in later in the year. I like fun surprises. I do too. the surprise, and if it's actually fun. So, lots of bullet points to go through now. And that's where the fun begins. The fun begins at bullet points. So, if you haven't already grabbed your, your very stiff drink, because this is gonna this is gonna take a stiff drink. Got my drink. Got a my full snacks. water cooler of water. Are, are you settled in? Because if you haven't been settled in before now, then let's go. Drop in for a long ride, buddy. I don't think my team is ready for the ride. I'm ready I'm for not. the ride. Because kill trackers were once one reason to masterwork weapon. Not anymore. There's no reason to gate kill tracking behind masterworking. It will now be present by default on all weapons that shipped in Forsaken and later. And exotic weapons prior to Forsaken will be updated at a later time. Yes, this means masterworking should no longer be seen as mandatory, and as we expect the plus 10 in weapon stats or plus 10 in primary stat and plus 3 to other stats for adepts to only matter to dedicated PvP players. The rest of you shouldn't care. 
We have no specific plans to change master working at this stage, but they'll revisit it later. Note that they thought about gating the whole origin trait behind the master working, but decided that would be a bad idea and not part of their goal of, you know, introducing them for people to use. That might not have been a bad way to go, actually. No, you shouldn't have gated that. It's you would have moaned. You would have moaned. You all moaned. Master, master I don't, work I don't is know dumb. If I would have moaned because right now, masterwork has no purpose. Correct. But yeah. following the armor team's footsteps, weapon mods for legendary weapons are now free and, to, and instant to insert. See? No more glimmer. Don't pay for them. It's beautiful. Now, respawn. They do believe that pain points around special weapons and crucible are exacerbated by how easy it was to acquire special ammo. So we've touched it in the past, and now we're going to touch it again, right now. Players now only drop special ammo on death, or, sorry, players now only drop one special ammo on death, or equivalent, no matter how many they were carrying, as long as they weren't completely empty. Now, I assume it means equivalent special ammo, not equivalent to death, because death seems pretty Yeah, fun. because in, in PvP, whenever, let, let's say you got a lot of shotgun ammo, because you've been running around picking it up or whatever, when you die, because you've picked up a lot of shotgun ammo, you you also drop more All shotgun them. ammo. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so, so currently, the maximum you can pick up off a special brick is currently going to, or is is going to be in Witch Queen, one for a shotgun, a fusion rifle, or a sniper rifle, or the equivalent for other weapons. Scavenger right. mods add to this as normal, but they'll be looking at those to see how this plays out. And players quickly found another way to execute this quick swap glitch. So they fixed another animation cancel. So now <laughs> we need to find another another way to make it work. And now, now we have numbers and archetypes. Night Demon's favorite thing. Ooh, Are there archetype. any long words? Because if there are any long words, that's really going to complicate things. There's I mean, a lot of non-words. Not yeah, but I mean, I mean, the se- season 15 fusion rank re- rework had a lot of moving parts. Rapid fire, precision, adaptives. Those are all words, some of them longer than others. Uh, fusion rifles came out of this different but all quite strong except for high impacts they weren't so good we're definitely seeing that all fusion rifle subfamilies occupy different roles and we want to maintain the large difference between these so we're nudging damage to make it easier to land these kills at range in pvp and we're bumping the pve damage scaler that said we'll keep an eye on how these are doing and again poke them in the future should we need to so now no no strap in because just like your your auto rifle bullets got a little bit boost for like you know one point per bullet your high-impact fusion rifle damage is going to get two more damage per bolt from 62 to 64. Woo-woo. Which doesn't seem like a lot, but they but they say it'll allow more rolls to cross the bolts-to-kills threshold, which is yep. something that they are tracking. But the only problem with that is that I've got to wait for Usain Bolt to run his 100 meters before it actually charges up and to hit somebody. This is very true. They, they, they did also increase your, your PvE damage bonus from 15 to 20%. So you have five more five more percent of damage and two more damage to bolts, but you still have to wait for a same bolt, so it's a wash. They like the crowd control capabilities of the breach grenade launchers and PvE have taken off, but it stands there isn't a, meaning, a meaningful trade-off with the added ability that blinding and concussion grenades give you. And it's unreasonable that a way to really annoy PvP people is to also one-shot them. So they're reducing blinding and concussion grenade damage by 25%. Which is really funny, because when you look at uh, blinding and concussive, it only says five impact on it. So what's that going to be down to, like two? Mm-hmm. 2.5? You're going to think there was a rock you stepped on. That's it. Yeah. 
You're still going to be blind, though. Oh, but but, but which but, is a bigger problem, I would think. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But don't worry, guys. They've really they've really gone to town. Right now, they've lacked they've lacked a meaningful difference for a while, and they're free tracking. Sorry, what was I? The rocket launchers. Yeah, what? You cut they've, out. They've lacked a meaningful difference for a while now, and their free tracking precisions are flat out better. So they're going to fix our rocket launchers, guys. Don't don't worry. Now, now are you ready for these big numbers? My demon, get a uh, pad yeah. paper, respawn, okay. get your calculator out. Oh yeah. So okay. so the their damage adjustments by subfamily of rocket launchers. Your precision rocket launchers, 0.95 damage. Woo! 0.95 times. Your your high impacts, 1.0 times damage. So the same adaptives are getting a boost all the way to 1.05 times as well as aggressives getting the same 1.05 times of damage. So absolutely. Which type are you guys excited to play with next season? The precision's taking, taking that massive nerf or your adaptives and aggressives to getting that huge boost. Just, just insane boost, dude. Absolutely insane boost. Well, you do for your aggressive else. frames, you're looking at like Heason's Vengeance. For your adaptives, that's your hotheads. Uh, your precision frame, that's your ascendancy. Uh, precision, I, I guess, because I like the fact that precisions have that intrinsic, you know, auto tracking. So I don't need to look for that on a perk, which is quite nice. So the other ones, I, I kind of look for tracking because I'm useless on shooting a rocket launcher and actually <laughs> i am it has to do the beep 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 before it, I, I let it go and i mean i do have other rocket launchers honestly but... as somebody that almost never plays with the sound on unless i'm playing pvp i completely blank out on the fact that it actually does beep 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 to let you know you can fire and it will track so yeah <laughs> <laughs> sound on good well, they have visual indicators too. Like it'll turn red when it's ready. You know. I, I really just want to say, Bungie, when we ask for numbers, that this isn't exactly what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't mean any. Well, I mean, they mean something, but like. So, so I know, I know you guys are are sweet elite PVP snipers. So. Yes. Yes, I've been Dude, using my occluded finality to the best of my abilities, God. not. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, to the best of your abilities, they're just like my ability. My ability is to get it, put it in the vault. And mm-hmm. if it becomes amazing in PvE activities, I might use it. But I can't use that. I can't use the zoom on that. Have you tried using the zoom on that? I can't use the zoom. Yeah, no, it's terrible. They, but but Budgie's, Budgie's going to try using the zoom because they took a big swing at sniper rifles and aim assist. On Zoom and Beyond Light, and and they've seen it play out. And and now low, low, uh, low zoom snipers got more of an aim assist reduction than they needed, and the high zoom snipers are getting some pretty silly headshots right now. So they've reduced the variance in aim assist scaling between your low zoom of 35 and your high zoom of 60 in sniper rifles, and your cone angle scaler has been increased by about 25% on low zoom, and reduced by about 9% on high zoom. So it's different now in a ways that Fallout can explain to you with charts and graphs. Indeed. And, and pulse rifles were, were taking too long to kill red bar and they're tired of it. So they're buffing damage uh, versus miners and PVE by 10%. Yeah. 
But if you want exotic polish rifles to feel even better at this, oh boy, keep reading. You keep reading or I'll keep reading. Somebody read! Up, up okay. to you. <laughs> exotic primary weapons and trace rifles aren't sufficiently stronger than legendaries for them to be worthy bringing into hard PvE content, particularly right. against miners. Now, this isn't children. Mm -hmm. This is minor enemies. Yes, it is. It's against children. Wow! More damage That's against the children. Wow. Note that this change applies to all exotics children. that use primary <laughs> ammo and include mostly secondary effects, e.g., perk triggered explosions so they're increasing the damage versus miners in pve by 40 percent chaperone is a terror in pvp did you know yeah. particularly i've heard with the nerf to pellet shotguns and the reduced frequency of grenades and melee abilities and they're a bit surprised that it still outperforms some weapons that ought to be good to counter it are they are they though they well, are they say that, you know the sidearms and submachine guns should have outperformed it and they are very surprised no what should outperform what these, these are the the chaperone these are the same people oh. that told us we were getting <laughs> strong last week isn't it hold on you gave a shotgun the range of a sniper and you think these other guns are supposed to outperform it uh, yes i'm sorry what these are the same people who, who thought who told us we were running strikes wrong last week right <laughs> So Hold you up. think you've got two I'm meters? Give you this shotgun that's half the size of every other shotgun. Give it five times the range of every other shotgun. Also make it a slug so you can headshot. But yeah, no, all these other weapons should easily outperform this gun easily. <laughs> so come the Witch Queen, the re passive range buff will be reduced from two meters to 0.5 meters. There you go. That put that back in the vault for the next six years. What are you Duality. talking about? Still massive range on that shot. It's still going to uh, outrange every yeah, other shot. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to be using it. But they want to have. And that's left. my professional <laughs> PvP opinion, mm -hmm. which is rubbish. It's anyway, over. Nope, chaperone's over. Duality on. is also in a similar place to chaperone, but oh. it's not quite as rangy. On the other hand, it's exotic traits shipped with the constraints that it would wipe on reload. So it's harder to chain the kills. Having seen it in action for a while, they don't think the limitation needs to be there. So they've reduced the passive range buff in slug mode. So when you're aiming down the sights from 1.25 to 0.5 and the pellet mode is unaffected. Your on black wings damage buff no longer clears on reload. So you'll be happy about that. Now you can either use Chaperone or Duality to kill people in the Crucible Mercil. Now, the big question here is, Mr. I raid a lot. And I've got loads of raid tokens and things. Have you bought your Tarabase? Yeah. Good, because you're going to need it for next season. Because yeah. even though they say it's extremely strong, it currently demands complete commitment with no weapon switching, which is true. You have to be the Taraba and and don't switch. Because if you switch, to figure out how the damn thing works. I'll be honest. You get kills. You you're get like, damage. Like that's why. Yeah, but no, I'll get kills, and it, I just I never see the whole feed the beast perk pop up. I'm like, how many kills do you need to get? Because you have and to look gonna... at the side of the gun. You don't oh. look at the side of the gun when that's full filled up completely, and it's kind of flickering at you. Then uh -huh. double tap the reload button. Then you can go to town. Okay. And then that's as amazing. I keep firing, it keeps. The bees going, or do I have a? If like you a get kills, then yes, oh, you okay. can keep procking that. 
So they say this constraint is a bit harsh than it needs to be, so we've loosened it without removing it entirely. Also, while the duration extension when damaging players did actually function in PvP, it was also subtle and the players kept reporting that it was bugged, so they've bumped it up. Now reduces perk progress by half instead of clearing it on weapon stone. Increase the ravenous beast duration increase for damaging a player slightly. And also with that, I, I believe I think I put it in the respawns report roundup. Chris Proctor on the Massive Breakdown podcast did note that if you've kind of built up some of the charge on the Terraba and you kind of it's not even like at 50 percent of the charge when you stow it you will lose all of that so it has to be over 50 percent to get some back when you pull it back out basically so yeah there was a, a note on that ruinous effigy has been overdue a look for its beyond light nerf the nerf to damage dealt whilst guarding so they're rolling it back Note that the other part of this nerf was to the airborne standard melee attack, and this hasn't been touched. So they've increased the damage dealt by Guardians with the Transmutation Sphere by 66%, 30% against players. And note, the Transmutation Sphere multi-kills now count for orb duration. Armor bots previously only killed with the beam would trigger this. Which I'm glad they fixed, because that was irritating for a while. Now, again, Chris Proctor on the Massive Breakdown podcast pointed out that this was only nerfed because they had a nerf in the wings waiting for it. And because I think he said something like 40% of PVP players had this in their arsenal when they went into PVP, <laughs> they were like, oh God, this is bad. But then they realized they, they realized that if they'd have left it alone for another couple of weeks to go into the next season, it wasn't as bad as they thought. So that's why they're kind of rolling back on this. Uh, the Lumina hand cannon. Stats don't just compare with other 140 RPM adaptive hand cannons, and its uses reflects that. So they're updating these alongside of, alongside some of the legendary hand cannons that also used to be 150 RPM. And we can see that below, and we'll get into that below. But they've increased the range stat from 44 to 59 and increased the base stability stat from 46 to 56. Sorry, Thorn fans. Thorn is already strong and popular. And it's similar buff would turn it into a monster in PvP. So you're not getting nothing on that one. You can just be who you are. Continue to be really good. Yes. Aegis Scepter initial implementation used super regeneration scalers, which had a very weird effect in activities that also had scalers. So we've rebuilt it to turn off regeneration while active and have implemented a slower drain using a different method. So they fixed being able to activate or continue to use empowered mode while suppressed or status stasis encased. They rebuilt the perk, used to modify supercharge rates, now freezes super recharges, super recharge and deducts super directly, fixing several issues with the activities that change charge rates and outliers for recharge based on the intellect stat. Super should now drain more slowly while empowered. Dead man's tail. Feels good to use on both mouse and keyboard and controller now and they don't want it to go back to feeling unreliable but it's still good when you're spamming hit fire shots so they're reducing the catalyst's hit fire rate from 150 rpm to 130. huh interesting it's still good now you just have to shoot it a little bit slower yeah lorentz driver and arbalest remain fairly hard to counter in pvp oh hell do they I've oh my god i hate those damn things dude Lorenz Driver this week, I've played PvP this week to do my bounties, and 
I don't know where these people are hitting me from. It's just like a boom in midair. I'm like Tuesday. They're hitting you from next Tuesday. Yeah. No, they're, they're shooting you from gambit. Is what's happening. Well, I I see the I see the red outline of the player, but they're like miles away through doorways on the other side of the map. That's how bad it. I, I, yeah. I flick the camera around to see where they are, and they're like they're gone. I'm like, where the hell are these people coming from? Where anyway. Bungie have acknowledged how good this, these weapons are. So they are going to implement a change, but they're still going to keep an eye on them moving forward. So they've increased the flinch received. That's not going to help them if we're not firing at them and we're running away from them. Yeah. We can't see them in order to shoot them, you yeah. know? Yeah, Bungie. Uh, I like the flinch to be increased on all of those types of weapons because i can't tell you the number of times i've been shooting and then they shoot you anyway you do damage and it's like how did you one shot me i'm shooting you in the face they've got yeah. unflinching everything on mm-hmm. yeah the forerunner ammo economy was fairly conservative when they shipped it in the 30th anniversary but having seen how it is used in pvp we believe it would benefit from gaining a little more ammo per special brick so they've increased the ammo pickup from the special ammo bricks from two to three and from ha! four to five with scavenger mods. Now that's only because when you pick up a brick now in PVP, you get like one or two bullets. And that is, if you've already wasted your eight bullets, that's not enough to kill the next guardian unless you're kind of weapon swapping. So I see this is a good thing. So, yeah. I will read the legendary weapon because yes. several of them have out of band stats, either to the benefit or detriment or a bit of both. So their initial plan with the infusion caps was to sunset these so they wouldn't have to worry about them anymore. But since they do have to worry about them anymore, now they're going to tweak them. So hand cannons, the band of legendary 140 RPM hand cannon aim assist ends at 84. And this extreme should be for a hand cannon with, for a pinnacle activity like Raider Trials. But with the 150s changed to the 140s, many of the stats were either too low or too high. So they're adjusting a bunch of hand cannon ranges uh, to basically bring them more in line with where they should be with their new RPM archetype. So your dire, so they basically they've touched the dire promise, the waking vigil, the Jack Queen King, and the spare rations. So your dire promise is getting four more range, three more stability, and four less aim assist. Your waking vigil gets six more range, five more stability, and three less aim assist. Your Jack Queen Jack Queen King three. Gets a plus three to range, three more stability, and eight less aim assist. And your spare rations gets four more range, four more stability, and nine less aim assist. So if you use those weapons, uh, they'll feel different in those ways. The Felwinter's Lie is really good. Still really good. Has always been really good. Well, so it's it had all the time to be really good. So they're <laughs> going to add a 15% spread angle to it, which maybe they hope will make it less really good. We'll see. Uh, I'm glad you guys have, have turned in all your gunsmith tokens and got all your Icalos SMG because those are wildly out of band for an aggressive SMG. But it does suffer from having a low zoom compared to other popular options. So the Icalos SMGs specifically are getting a plus one to zoom, minus five to range, minus five to stability, minus eight to handling, and minus eight to aim assist. Minus so, seven to stability. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, basically, they're touching the the SM, the Icalos SMG in a hard. bad way. That is that is. Yeah. I need an adult. I need an adult. Well, well they were, it was wildly out of band, and now it's back in band. And apparently, the band was way too high on all the things. They do say typically they don't you know they don't tend to adjust the 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 base stats for a certain band of weapons after they ship them. 
But again, without sunsetting to sort of bring these out of the daily, you know, useful loot pool, they're doing it. This that's that's how they're compensating, basically. It's <laughs> crazy, dude. So, yeah, so uh, throw your Achilles SMG out, out with the bathwater. Um, forehand cannons got tweaked. If you care about them, there you go. The Fell Winter's Lie will probably still be very good. That's that's that. Do you guys like perks? I mean, I, I mean, we, we, we've given you foundry perks. We've given you traits. We've given you all sorts of things. Um, but really, we want players to be able to choose to build into hip firing more easily because that, that's what we need, more hip firing with our hip firing guns. Mm-hmm. So they're going to adjust the hip fire perk grip Hip fire grip. Why are they trying to turn this into freaking Halo, man? Because uh, they're Bungie. Are, are you not familiar with Bungie? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but like, you know the, I, I hate games where I can't sign it. Sign in. Sign in. Well, well they're not. They're not saying you can't sign in, but they're saying if you choose not to sign in, you're going to increase your damage fall off stat and distances by twenty percent, unless you're using a shotgun, sniper rifle, or a fusion rifle, which will mean something to someone when someone tells me how that all works. Your Adiago often felt like it changed a weapon subfamily to the next slowest rate of fire, but worse, particularly when comparing damage fall off. So if you're using the uh, Adiago, Adiago, Adagio, Adagio, thank you. I knew I was butchering that word. Adagio. I didn't know what you were trying to say until you elaborated more. If only there was a twab you could be looking at, but that's okay. Good help out. He, he can't twab if so, he's playing. So you're, so you're I Adagio. Can't play if I'm twabbing. Wait. They've increased your your duration from five to seven seconds. They've increased the damage bonus, unless you're using a bow or a fusion rifle, five percent from twenty-five to thirty percent. They've now added a plus ten range stat, and they added a timer to the buff text to make it easier to tell when it's going to expire. Thank you. Give me timers. Your, timer. your dual loader is okay on paper, but in practice, it, it was not okay. So they've reduced the reload stat penalty from minus 50 to minus 35. So your dual loader should reload a little faster, making it feel less like you've shot two shotgun shells and now have to stand for four seconds in the crucible all alone in the corner before you can reload your weapon again. You wish you could stand still yeah. for that long. Call back to the other part, that's all. Your yeah. danger zone felt pretty risky to use in some cases, resulting in a, <laughs> resulting in a lot of self so they've re- reduced the self-damage scaler for grenade launchers compared with other scalers. This this ends up reducing the self-damage from 1.25 times to 0.75 times. Yeah, I've noticed there's been a lot of people that have been point-blank shooting me and surviving with rocket launchers and grenade launchers. And I'm just like, how? Because they weren't using, how? weren't using danger zone, clearly. Yeah, but... Tap, tap the trigger if you decide, man. Just no. well, they're just doing danger zone. What they're also gonna do is tap the trigger is a meta breaking perk, a particular fusion rifle. When stacked with other elements of this role, it makes fusion rifles much too stable. So they're just gonna stop putting on fusion rifles. No, they have. They have, they have but they're gonna put it back on. And then, and then Squidface sold it a few times. So with this change, they believe it's still going to be a quite strong perk without being overpowered. So it's likely to appear on to appear on future fusion rifles. They did try reducing the stability, but uh, it didn't really make any difference to go from forty to twenty stability, or plus forty to plus twenty. So on fusion on fusion rifles only. Here's what they're actually doing with all that pre ramble. So on fusion rifles only, reducing the stability bonus from plus forty to plus ten. So it's going to be less stable. They changed the max recoil angle scale from 0.5 to 0.875, 
and the error angle scale from 0.9 to 0.975. And it's unchanged on all other weapons. So your fusion rifles will be less stable and shoot different. That's what I take from that. Uh, That that is mad, though, that tap the trigger gave you plus 40. Yeah, that's what that was. Okay, tap the trigger. That's what I was. That is mad that 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 was its initial thing. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole point of it, though, man, is, is to give you that initial burst. But it is unchained on all other weapons. It's just fusion rifles. Because mm-hmm. fusion rifle, that's what you do. You tap the trigger. You just pull the trigger the one time to fire. So that's basically, you get that stability buff 100% of the time, no matter what. You've tapped out. Yeah. Uh, Head Seeker, if you were trying to use it on the aggressive burst pulse rifles, no, you weren't because the buff's duration was too short to actually use. Sacred Providence is the only viable one that benefits from it in Season 16. Although there is going to be such a pulse rifle in the new, in the new season, if it, but it doesn't roll with Headseeker. Um, they've so extended the buff duration. It. Sorry. Yeah, they've extended the buff duration from 0.17 to 0.3 seconds, so Headseeker will be a thing on aggressive burst pulse rifles. So if for some reason you haven't, you haven't, and you haven't been seeing any you're not crazy. It wasn't working. Now, Froggy, we know you listen. <laughs> Pay attention. You, you've done this. They he's need to got, talk about the Eagles Edge perk. He, he's he's got another way. You know they have it. They yeah. He, so so the yeah the the Eager Edge perk. Um, that's what you use while flying. Uh, they're going to tune it in particular ways while you're. In. And and they do say while the tuning below isn't bold underlined isn't meant to remove the fun factor we have a fresh raid and other fun content coming with the witch queen and want to ensure we retain the challenge behind the upcoming rewards so they're not trying to break your fun but but they're probably going to break your fun breaking out of maps can indeed be fun but can also remove the prestige and the value of a given item or experience no 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 it doesn't don't you take away froggy's fun froggy froggy works hard for his fun and you uh, do indeed. You do indeed. And it, it's interesting that they've made it quite explicit that they've removed this or they've reduced it, the 25% air, air lunge thing, specifically because of a fresh new raid and other content, which is, is basically a red flag to a bull. It's like, you, back we've got up. this. We've got this. You, you, you know, um, mm. see what you can do. That's what it is. That, that's all they're doing to Froggy. They're just tempting the poor guy to break out of the map. Yeah, like I said, they, they've already got other ways to do this. So yeah, so like Nate even said... That's an open freaking invitation, if I've ever yeah. seen it. Reducing the lunge distance benefit while airborne by 25%, and now caps the maximum player airborne velocity to a fairly high value while active. So you'll go slower and you'll go less far with Eager Edge in the air. And occasionally Bungie's going to shelve perks because um, nobody uses them or they're just too strong to be used. So uh, Bottomless Grief and Celerity both were in tips to inject some uniqueness to the Trials and Nightfall weapons. Um, They're now using the Origin trait, so they're scrapping Bottomless (laughs) Grief and Celerity. Underdog, who's ever used Underdog, it's gone. Shield Disorient, uh, that was one perk that was mentioned on some of the, hey, from the Gunsmith things. Not anymore, it's going away. And Air Assault, although they might get a redesign in a future season, but it's going away as well. So those perks will be gone in Witch Queen. They do say in, in the near future, so again, not, not Witch Queen, not, not on Tuesday, 
But in season 17, the next season, um, they're going to remember that PvP exists and, and, and they'll have a set of PvP-focused weapon changes, including some new ways for players to build for flinch res- resistance. We, we don't need people to build for flinch resistance. It's, it's, it's all really Didn't we just much, have to reduce that crap weapon mm. in PvP? Um, that's the problem right now? No, but that's in Season 17. You'll be fine. Yeah, Season 17. So they're also going to do some balanced tuning for players. Looking at you, Pulse Rifles, Lightweight in, pers- in particular. Your special weapon tuning, Snapshot feeling mandatory on sni- Sniper Rifles and PvP and other balance changes. PvP special ammo economy, if needed, is going to get another hit. Uh, adjusting the zoom outliers on different weapons. Uh, the scope column shouldn't be your most important thing on a weapon, they say. And they're also adjusting several much-requested exotics along with legendary perks in Season 17. So all of that, not coming in Witch Queen, not coming on Tuesday. You can ignore I said it, but just look to the future. We'll and, come back uh, around to it when it pops back up. Exactly. So that's all Chris Proctor and we have for you in terms of all of that. But if you want more Chris Proctor, and I will promote the Massive Breakdown podcast because this week they had a two-part uh, podcast going over all the information that he went over this week in the TWAB, breaking it down for, you know, there have been questions in the community of like, well, does it do this? Does it do that? A bit like the Hipfire Grip. Now that has come out, at, I think, DMG on Twitter, but Chris also went over in the Massive Breakdown podcast that the Hipfire Grip will not be affected on the Last Word Hand Cannon because there was a lot of people going, damn, you know, Last Word Hand Cannon has Hipfire Grip. That's going to be amazing with the, the drop-off. No, it's not going to be affected. Things like that. I mean, he did hint that Graviton Lance, so Detrick, you've been playing with your Graviton Lance exotic pulse rifle for so long that the new changes to the pulse rifles and the primary weapons and the exotics coming with the Witch Queen it's going to be one to look out for. Uh, that's the one that creates the little black holes and kind of sucks people in really good. Again, like I said, he went over the terrible thing. Uh, Le Monarque apparently is being looked at. I, I don't like that terminology. I, I love my Le Monarque. Don't you look at Le Monarque. In it's a problem with PVP. It is an absolute just, problem with PVP. No, it's not because not nobody uses it. They're just they're just building more enemies for it. Dude, you're high. A lot of people I use, use it. That gun. I use in, it. In sixes or in trials? In sixes. I use it in sixes and trials. And any other thing that I'm playing with my hunter. I've mm. I am the green arrow. I have a complete green arrow build. That's me. Also, I mean he went into the Dead Man's Tale having an issue with aiming. Apparently there is people some people in the, the community have said that it's a bit of an issue with the aiming and he says that the team uh, has had it on the list for investigation but because the gun was hot at the moment it hasn't been a priority but it is something that they are going to look into because of something weird to do with the aiming on it it's not it's not working as it should do so yeah that's that's my problem it's the, it's the guns aren't aiming right that yeah the aim yeah. isn't quite right on them. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's it's the gun's fault. It's not not my controller or me. It's it's the gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to go too much into the the interview. I I could have written down everything that he said and just gone over it, but I'm not going to because I'm going to leave you guys to go and listen to it because it's really informative. Uh, really good. Uh, there's part one is part one is the breakdown of what he's put in the twelve, and part two was just a general q a for like 20 30 minutes and he does answer some other questions from the community about other weapon perks and things so it was really informative 
So go check that out. And while you're doing that, you can also go get some Lunar New Year things out of Eververse. There's a Lunar New Year tiger. There's a little bunny emote. There's a sparrow in a ship. And they're there. So go get them before Tuesday, February 8th if you want them. Or if not, don't. Don't let me tell you what to do. Now, are you guys preparing to launch a worm? I know Respawn's prepared to launch a worm. I'm prepared to launch a worm. Everyone's prepared to launch the worm. So when can you all launch the worm? Not on Tuesday. No! No, this is the the Tuesday. 22222. Correct. Okay. So here's the thing, and, I, and I'm pretty sure, I'm sure you put it in the roundup, because I'm pretty sure I saw, a bunch, or I saw a DMG go, listen, you're going to see cues when this goes live. Don't take the day off expecting to play immediately. A million people pre-ordered this. It's going to take time. And that's assuming things all go great. But they're so, basically going to turn your game off the day before. Yeah, they are. So to prepare for the launch of the Witch Queen on February 22nd, Destiny will undergo maintenance starting on February 21st from 7 p.m. Pacific all the way to 9 a.m. the next day. That's 3 a.m. UTC to 1700 UTC on seven on February 22nd. DMG's note, as this TWAB is running pretty long, we'll do the math for you. That's 14 hours of downtime. We hope you use this time to get some sleep, prep some tasty food, and do whatever your heart desires before diving to the Witch Queen. With the announcement of one million Guardians, having already pre-ordered, and that's not even night demon, so a million and one, we're expecting a bit of a queue as things open up. Please stay tuned for additional details. If you're not following Bungie Help on Twitter or some other way to, to get Bungie Help updates, do that. No, it's going no, to take some time. Don't worry about that. We'll tell you what we tell you every season. And we've learned the hard way because we've been there on these launch days. And this, was, this wasn't when we had a million players trying to get in the game. This was probably even half that for like the Rise of Iron on Destiny 1. These things go down for a while, even though they say you can get back in the game at reset, which it is. It's going down for the 14 hours from in the middle of the night to reset the next day. They'll switch it on, but you won't be able to get in for a very long time. Now, if you're lucky, you might get in, but the game might glitch you out and kick you back out. So don't don't worry about playing on that day. Worry about the next day when they've had like five, six, seven, eight hours to kind of fiddle with the servers and get people in. And yes, you're excited, but really just wait another couple of hours. You'll be fine. It really will be. Game's not so, going anywhere, guys. So, so they're taking they're taking the game down again. Seven p.m. Pacific. That'll be ten p.m. Eastern, three a.m. UTC, and sometime in Australia the next day. Sorry, Andy. Sometime on the twenty second, your game will go down. So after the game goes down, two hours after that, your download will be available. So the game will be offline. You're not playing it, but your preload for the Witch Queen is planned to become available two hours after that. So nine p.m. Pacific which makes it midnight U.S. Eastern, 5 a.m. in in U.K. land, and again the the next day in the middle of the day in Australia. So, you know, they'll they'll give us more future updates and, or sorry, further updates and exact times as they get closer to launch, but that's the plan is downtime, two hours later, you can start downloading your game, which again 
could also be slow, but again, you've got 14 hours to download it. There's no rush. So again, take the Tuesday off, take the Wednesday off from Destiny, go about your life. Thursday, Friday, come back on, let them get the game up and running, let them fix whatever initial day one so thing is going to happen, and then you can start playing the new content. Play the new content when it works, not the buggy thing. You also then won't have to worry about everybody screaming the first week about how something is glitched or something is bugged and you can't progress this quest. Wait till the weekend to play. And then they will have fixed a bunch of that things and you can say, I don't know what you guys were moaning about. The game works fine for me. Mm-hmm. So they do have a couple other notes about the Shattered Realm. With the end of the season approaching, the Shattered Realm seasonal activity has been updated for a daily rotation from a weekly rotation. So if you're trying to complete triumphs, challenges, or seals associated with the Shattered Realm, you should be able to do this prior to its removal on February 22nd, but each day it'll rotate. So if you're trying to wait for a thing to do, now you just have to wait a day instead of a full week. They also put a note in here about the Grandmaster Nightfall catch-up node clarification that we were very confused about last week. Um, it, it, It's live. It, it's been live. Uh, so they told us it was coming, but it's already here. So, oopsie. Same intern that switched the Omelon round. Mm-hmm. Your year four content vaulting, it's happening. So if you haven't looked to see all the items being, being deprecated at the start of year five and the Destiny content vault and what's going away, um, th- there's a big list. We're, we're not going to read them all to you. We already have. We will reiterate, though, if you're looking for your Igneous Hammer or your Solo Scar from Trials, your Swarm Shatter Price, Uzume RR4, or Hung Jury from Nightfalls, or your Multimalk CCX, your True Warm, or sorry, Time Warm, Time Worn Spire, Jesus. Guiding Sight or Steady Hand from Iron Banner, those are all going away at the end of the season. So keep an eye on when things are up on Nightfall. Our last week of the season is going to be Iron Banner. So if you're looking for that multi-mock, grab it while you can, because you won't be able to grab it next season. And players should make sure to claim all the engrams and all the other rewards from all the vendors before the new season begins. And if you've not claimed any of your ritual things from Shax, Drifter, or Zavala, or Sade 14, They'll all be removed at the end of the season. So finish your ascendancies, pick up your engrams from Saint 14, and keep them on you. And this, again, goes without saying because someone on Twitter, whose name I will grab here in a second, asked, um, so Wayne, if you haven't seen Letter Kenny, you should. So Wayne on Twitter asks, uh, must have missed this in your podcast, but will Trials engrams roll over to season 16? So Night Demon, what do I do with my Trials Engrams if they're still sitting on Saint 14? How do I keep them safe? Or them like the minion you are. Yes. Well, you, you see in your inventory, uh, if you click over to the right side, you see where you, you, you can store your Umbral Engrams and your exotic Engrams that you get as drops and things like that. Those ones, that's the place that you want to pick up when you go down to Saint 14. Go and pick them up from him. You can store them from him on your personage for next season yeah, because so they, they won't they won't auto decrypt right so next weekend will be your last weekend to get anything trial so I, I recommend going visiting Saint 14 before the reset on the Tuesday before it hits Iron Banner get anything you want off of him all your engrams store those up anything off the track just in case they go well it's not trials so there's no point in you seeing Saint 14 because you don't want to get to the end of the, the Iron Banner weekend and go, oh, well, I can't pick up anything. So next weekend, the February the 11th, 
will be the last weekend that you can play trials and get any of the stuff. So yeah, hopefully that will be good. Yep. And just in case, our only known issue is that weapons don't successfully attach to the finished protocol when stowed. That's it. O- only bug of the game. Everything else is perfect. And then you were saying something about the end of the 12. There was. I was like, yeah. I was like, at the end of the 12, Bungie just wants to pass along that Seraphim Crypto, one of their Ger- Germany, or I'm sorry, German community volunteers, has passed away. So he's been with them for a long time and they want to, you know, give their best, best wishes to his family. That sucks. And that's the end of our 12. Much love from DMG. That is the end of the 12. But it's not the end of the information. Oh, no. Oh, no. Fresh from his COVID recovery with another Respawns Report Roundup. Yeah, let's do it. Bam. Bam. Moving this. Doing that. Clicking that. Bam, let's get it. Okay. IGN. Bungie wants to nurture the IP they have in a multi-dimensional manner. We believe we can help that. We have Sony pictures and music and Bungie leverage. I'm sorry. And Bungie can leverage our platform, says Sony CFO Kiroki Totoki. Um, so, yeah. Again, hopefully we'll be getting some cinematics outside of the game. Maybe a TV series. Maybe a movie. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Sony. Uh, Destiny Bulletin. Looks like players have started receiving hashtag Destiny 2 The Witch Queen Collector's Edition CE product page. It's rumored that Guardians can use the Psychometer to experiment with artifacts to gather evidence and unlock clues. DM us if you have anything to say. Um, Destiny Bulletin says, Here's a full description of the Psychometer from the Witch Queen. The Psychometer is a specialty device hacked together by hidden operatives in order to hear memory associated with objects. Here's the actual definition. The psychometer is just... This device reads invisible energies associated with objects. The hidden believe these energies are connected to the darkness. When properly tuned and paired with a resonant object, the psychometer can detect and play back sounds and voices linked to the object's path. The device isn't perfect. It offers only a shaky access to these energies. So, sometimes... The sounds are difficult to hear or even incomplete. Some guy whose name is a bunch of symbols says, where did you find this information? They said it's from the instruction manual. Uh, gotta read those instruction manuals. And yeah, here's so I guess picture. if you order the Clitter's edition, you get the physical psychometer, psychometer, whatever it is, and to do some puzzle that Bungie has given us, given you. Um, here's a picture of the artifact. There you go. Uh, of next season. Sorry, next season's artifact. Um, new Shrieker Ghost Shell for the Witch Queen. That is a little intimidating for a ghost shell. I dig it. Again, it's another picture. Destiny Bulletin says, New! Bungie's Chris Proctor has confirmed that Destiny 2 The Witch Queen will introduce 42 new legendary weapons. 
Now, I don't know if that's including the loophole we've already got or not, but it does say 42 new legendary weapons. New. Not 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 coming back. New. Not not reskinned. New. You can't not guarantee. Same that. weapon with different perks. New. We'll see. Um, Destiny Bulletin. Bunchy's Chris Proctor on La Monarch Exotic Catalyst. Soon. All right. Destiny Bulletin again. What is with all the Destiny Bulletin today? Damn. Well, it's um, Destiny, Destiny News Com. I guess they've just changed their name or whatever. Oh, is it? Uh, new. Bungie and Google in talks for a deal under Google Stadia's new name, Google Stream. Why? Business Insider. Because apparently under this proposal, Bungie would own the content and control the front-end experience. But Google would power the technology. Oh, interesting. I, I wondered, because I saw there, there being a shift from Google being like, you know, the, branding the Stadia name as a Google product and more of like a white label. We'll build Stadia, but you can brand it and call it whatever you want. So yeah, Bungie, Bungie on the go, Bungie, what, yeah, whatever. Or, you know, D2, D2 Internet Edition. That's interesting. Because Stadia as a thing is, no. I think where they've got that partnership with Bungie already, it kind of helps because they all they went all in, didn't they, with Google Stadia, with um, Beyond really Light. Did. Like, like, yeah, like built the whole custom version. Like they were like the flagship title. They were on all the ads for all the Stadia. I couldn't even tell you a game. Um. So what is this picture? It's really small for me to see. It says, do we have clarification on this? Twab doesn't mention it. So I see four perks and then a fifth perk all by itself. No, no. This is to do with the come to pass auto rifle that apparently says, in, yeah. In it, the it says it's a solar weapon in the first screenshot, and then you see it's an arc weapon in the second screenshot. Uh, so he's asking, can we change you know the I have I have toes is asking, can we change, you know, the 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 burn type of the weapon or is it a bug? It's probably a bug. All right, and DMG re- replied with it might, might be a bugged string. I'll follow up with the team. Uh, yep, looks like we still have some things in flux. Builds are still in development, so a few images shown today might change between now and Tuesday. Uh, thanks for the ping, though. Team's checking to make sure descriptions and such match appropriately. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a big deal. I mean, you might just overlook it like, oh, it's just a bug string or whatever. But if the weapon said solar and we can see arc, then back in the beginning of D1, wasn't it? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, D2, we could oh, change our weapon. D2, yeah, you could, yeah. Change, you could put a mod on there and change the, the burn on it, yeah. Yeah, and and that, that could mean that that would be coming back, which would really revolutionize a lot of build sets, especially for Nightfalls and things like that. So kind of a big deal. Um, so yeah, that it, was a good question. It possibly could be coming back on certain weapons so like auto rifles maybe it doesn't affect the game too much to be able to craft it into a solar arc or void or even stasis just to add that extra zing to it just to to get people interested in actually acquiring these weapons okay um maybe. dmg says here's a few quick notes on upcoming buffs number one hipfire grip buffs will not apply to the last word number two 40% PvE damage buff against red bar enemies will not further apply to Mythic class. This exotic got that buff last season. 
we're not doubling up. Um, keep asking questions. We'll hear what we can. Anthony Taromina says, can I play now? Uh, DMG says, you can play Destiny 2 right now, but you're going to have to wait until Tuesday. Bam. Maki Scaro uh, asks, speaking of TLW, any chance it will be the same care that DMT did in regards to making it feel good for both MNK and controller users? DMG says, can't say right now, but we'll keep passing along the feedback. Earlier, somebody said that they weren't going to mess with it. One of you were reading something about how it feels good on mouse key and keyboard and everything else. So Right, and this person's asking, are you going to do the same thing for the last word? Yeah. It's tail. And he's like, not right now, but maybe if you keep asking about it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Jess, here we go. Jess at Crafting Geek says, I'm sorry if I missed it in your dissertation today, but regarding the crafting weapons, is there going to be any kind of in-game tutorial slash something to walk people through the process? DMG says, absolutely. It's kind of a silly question. Of course, they're going to walk you through it. Is it though, I mean, or is it, or is it going to be bugged? Like the time doing this is one thing, as, but a, as a time where it just tutorial. doesn't work. You still have the tutorial, though. I mean, uh, we're not going to introduce uh, something new without giving it a tutorial. Hell, we get tutorials on stuff class. we already know about, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, to ask the budget to tell you how their game works does seem like a valid question in all instances. Uh, DMG is replying to Salmon. Uh, he says, hey, is Fighting Lion affected by the 40% buff? He says, yes. Ambi says, ah, to give you a hug. DMG says, all of the appreciation should go to the team. They're doing the killer work. So there's a 40% damage buff for grenade officers? Okay. That's PvE and PvP? Going to have to listen to the show to find out. You are? The show that you're participating in. I just go back. I told you guys, sometimes you zone out. Uh, All the time you zone out. What, what did you just say about buff? Forty percent grenade launchers. Um, G One Makowski. Will there be a new movie of the week emblem when Witch Queen launches? Asking for a friend. DMG says not when Witch Queen launches, but we're looking to refresh in a future season. Uh, Bungie help players who qualified to earn the circumflex circumflex diacritic emblem. Should now see it in the general, general, is how some people might pronounce that, section of their emblem collections. If the emblem is not available, players should log out and log back in before checking again. Um, that's, that's the one for playing Dares of Eternity between basically in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. The, you helped the late. 18th of January, wasn't it? We have updated Eververse to remove all year one shaders from the weekly Bright Dust offerings. Players who want these shaders can obtain them from your one shader bundle in the archive for 1,000 glimmer. That's actually pretty cheap to get all the year one freaking shaders. Daggone. I'm going to do that just in case maybe I missed one. You don't want more until they have a, have a way to categorize them or sort them or something. You don't want more pages of shaders. I don't you never care know what shader is going to look like. Hey, 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 hey. Remember the 10 stages of being a hunter? Fashion is one of them. I like missing a color that will bring a whole ensemble together. Don't judge me. Speaking of fashion, you've got some emblem codes to read out to some people, haven't you? I'd like some phonetic alphabet, please. 
Well, I mean, nice and slow for the peoples. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me pull bungee.net slash redeem so I type these in as you read them to me. Mm-hmm. In case you missed it, yesterday we got a total of four new emblem codes of Destiny 2, the Witch Queen Collector's Edition. Let's all do this together. Yay. What is it? Bungee something something forward slash redeem? If only it was right there on the thing you're reading. Isn't I had to make it smaller. Oh, bungee down every Gotcha. So, so once you go to bungee.net slash redeem, what what are you gonna do? If you want I am gonna select my platform, which is even though I play on Steam, it was originally the Xbox. So then you gotta do that. And now that I'm signed in, it says enter your code. The first code we are going to enter is going to be six Lima Juliet Golf Hotel Seven. Tango Papa Alpha. And then you hit redeem. And it says success! You have Sneer of the Oni. Claim this Destiny 2 emblem from your in-game flare collections once your code has been applied. And then you click redeem another code. And this code is going to be Papa Hotel Victor. Six Lima Foxtrot, nine, Charlie, Papa. Bam, then you hit redeem. It's going to say success. Destiny 2 emblem, countdown to convergence. Claim this, oddly enough, from the same spot, which is the Flare Collection. The next one is going to be Fox, Niner, Niner. Kilo, Papa. X-Ray, November, Charlie, Fox. And then you click Redeem, and that's going to get you Shadow, and Signed, Pound Signed, 39, semicolon, S, Light. <laughs> it's supposed to say Shadow Slide, but they added a bunch of different characters when you redeem it. Um... And last, and certainly not least, this last one is going to be Victor Alpha 7, India 7, Hotel, Papa November Charlie. And it won't let you redeem that. Yeah, I was like, is that one broken for you? Because I, yeah, Yeah. the redeem light doesn't light up. So maybe we're not allowed to have the liminal name. Maybe that's not in India. Maybe that's, I mean, it should be in India. Maybe that's a one. Try one. Nope. Uh, L? We just, it's an we just, L. It's a lowercase L. They didn't capitalize it. Bam. And that'll give you, yep, liminal nadir. Okay, so they capitalize every other letter except for this one. So it is Victor Alpha 7 Lima 7 mm. Hotel Papa November Charlie. Font choices are important when you're trying to convey them to other people. Well, it's not even a font. It's 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 a lack of capitalizing the one letter. Um, big shout out to everyone in the raid secrets community, as this would not have been possible without them. Dun da da da. Wait on secrets. We did. Speaking of the one that's broken, ah, uh, they corrected it right here, right in the next slide. Redacted. It's oddly Nadair, a blue and green weapon foundry. Emblem tells all. 
and then they capitalized the lima right here. So that was our problem. Bum, bum, bum. Nadir is a weapon foundry of the city. Nadir weapons follow a naming scheme of scientific term followed by a three-letter alpha code. ARU is an auto rifle. MSU is a pulse rifle. PSU is a scout rifle. DSU is a hand cannon. PSU, DSU? Uh, anybody in electronics get that? Eh, eh? Eh, I bet you do. QSM? PlayStation exclusive, that's all I see. <laughs> QSM is sidearms. CSU, CSU, DSU, there you go. Bam. Uh, CSU is submachine guns. TSU, that's vanilla fusion rifles. TSC, Curse of Osiris fusion rifles, very specifically. And GSM is a grenade launcher. And not gunshot resident. Whatever. Oh, now this, ladies and gentlemen, is from D1. Aesthetically speaking, it was my favorite light machine gun back in the day. It looks like a submarine had a baby with a shark. And it's very aggressive, right? The coolest thing about this is it's hard to see because some dummy covered this up to tell you what the weapons perk is. But if you see right here, you'll see four barrels on this bad boy. And that's important because the exotic perk is when holding down the trigger, the range and accuracy increase as its rate of fire decrease. And kills grant bonus grenade energy. I don't know why they put this here. I'm guessing it's coming to D2. If it is, that's pretty cool. What, what does it say above it? What's the answer when the question is extinction? Oh, God. Redacted weapon foundry that was mentioned in the TWAB was a weapon in D1 by Nadir which is the Nemesis Star, which is oh, a gun you've been talking word. about. Oh, the the bits word. that I type in there for you to actually... Ex oh, I didn't even see that. Okay, so he, he manually typed in for me to read Redacted Weapon Foundry that was mentioned in a file. And it says... We think it it's going to be Nadir. One by Nadir. So Nadir is okay. coming back, so this may be coming in because... No, I'm saying... That that was a weapon in D one that was made by the deer. <gasps> That's it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that oh, Nemesis Star is coming back. So you're not. Uh, nowhere did I type so, that that so, gun is coming back. It doesn't so, matter. The fact that you put it here got my hopes up. So Night Demon is not telling you the Destiny Star is coming into Destiny, or the Nemesis Star is coming into Destiny two. Oh, the Destiny Star so might. Maybe they're gonna redeem it. The Destiny Star. Ah! It was a fun gun. Very fun gun to use. A lot. Now I'm disappointed. Little is known about Nadir and the Foundry's origin. The term Nadir is most commonly used in astro-navigation to refer to the opposite of a zenith, which is, in fact, the highest point in the sky that an object will reach. Nadir, then, describes the lowest point in the sky that an object will reach. Both Nadir and zenith come to English by way of Latin, and both words were originally Arabic. With such scant information released about the foundry, it is impossible to know yet whether the word's origin has any significance as to where Nadir 
originated. And this, I think, is the last one, right? Yeah, this. And this I had some issues with. So, as we know, the exotic choice rifles are getting a big buff so that they feel exotic, right? They use special ammo, but they don't do special ammo levels of damage, right? So exotic trace rifles are going to get a buff, which means things like Divinity, Wave Splitter, the really good ones are going to get a huge, huge, huge buff, right? The problem is it's only the exotics. And I say that because now we have a legendary trace rifle, which still uses special ammo. I'm not saying it should be as powerful as its exotic brethren, although it should. But, but you were saying that. I mean, because, I mean, an exotic kinetic, like an exotic auto rifle doesn't do any more damage than a legendary auto rifle. You know, it has different perks. Yeah. No, but, well, I mean, but yeah, but they still do the same damage, right? So in order to buff the exotic trace rifles, but not the legendary ones, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, why? The legendary still use special ammo. It still should do more damage than a kinetic weapon. I don't know. That to me doesn't make any sense. If you guys can tell me why an exotic trace rifle deserves a damage buff, whereas Legendary Brother doesn't, I'm all ears. Because nowhere else in 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 Destiny does that happen. Because exotic hand cannons don't really do more damage than its legendaries. Exotic auto rifles don't do more damage than it, it everywhere. Heavies, all that stuff. You know, they don't really do more damage. They just have perks that can perhaps make them do more damage, essentially, or give them different functionality, but their damage archetypes are still the same category. So, that... That what? The fact that the exotic choice rifles are getting a 40% damage buff, and the legendary isn't. Okay. It just says don't use the one legendary. Who cares about it? It's a good gun, though. Don't t don't give me that. Who cares about it? It's a phenomenally good trace rifle. Well, then it doesn't need a buff. <sighs> Ew, it yeah. should get a buff if it's exotic, brother. Says so it's time for some tips, tricks, guides, and builds. <laughs> I guess. Give me exactly one of each. Uh, I will try. I will try, sir. So don't forget in our show notes, we have the Shattered Realm guides from Ubontis giving you solo legendary flawless versions of the Forest of Echoes, Ruins of Wraith, and the Debris of Dreams. So good walkthroughs there if you need those. And as Parody said earlier, they're on daily rotation now, so you can go in there and get your anchors and do those, even if you don't want to do it legendary, solo, and flawless. Can you do you? And you don't. If you are tackling your Grandmasters, don't forget we have the Grandmaster Nightfall tips and tricks from people like Fallout Plays, Above, Sneaky Beaver, Kimber Prime, Lucky Tempe. <laughs> I am sorry. You tried. <laughs> and Odestra, Asagross. So there's, there's a, a whole wealth of videos in there giving you some tips. Uh, some of them going through the, the complete Nightfall, going through a complete guide, or just some cheeses like from cheese forever on different things so check those out if you're doing your grandmasters to get your conqueror title we do have the tangled shore guides in our show notes going over everything that you might possibly want to get from the tangled shore before it goes away 
So uh, that includes the Wish and the Bow, Region Chests, uh, Secret Emblems, uh, Sparrows. Go and check those out. But for our tips, tricks, guides and builds this week that I've hand-selected for your perusal, we have Cool Guys 5 Exotic Primaries to have for the Witch Queen. You may already have them, but Cool Guys just wants to tell you why they might be good coming up. Fallout Plays did an easy armour dungeon farm. Now, when Fallout says it's easy, I hope <laughs> that it is easy. But when he goes, oh, you can do this in one strat, I'm like, no, mate, that's not me. I can't do that in one strat. He can do that in one strat. Basically, you want to farm the dungeon and you want to farm it on the master difficulty. And if you can save the uh, end boss uh, checkpoint and kind of do, farm it over and over again to get the new armor that they put in the dungeon, because that new armor that is dropping from the dungeon can allow you to put one extra mod slot from your artifact. So let's say next season you've got barrier overload and unstoppable. You will be able to put in theory, if you have these, this armor from the dungeon, all three mods on your armor piece, which is really helpful. So if you're looking at maybe what could help you going into the raid next season, this is probably a good video for you to look out for and take the, the hints and tips from uh, Fallout on how to get this armor. Sneaky Beaver. <laughs> but one of you. He, he's muted himself. Just laughing at your pause at this point. Oh, well, I have to pause because otherwise he just laughs over me maniacally. Um, no, he... you've said it the once. Uh, you, the I see it nearly every week and now you're getting bored with it. You catch me off guard. I don't. I don't see it coming because I don't see your list, right? And then you, it just boom out of nowhere, right? But okay. I mean, I, I mean, I'm good after I've heard it the first time. The giggle is gone. We're good. We're fine. Good, good. So Sneaky Beaver has the Cardinal Refraction Emblem that you want to collect from the Bungie.net and has a quick guide of where to go and get that. And it's basically to do with the things that you can kind of redeem for just being a Bungie player and linking your account. So don't forget there are. Uh, cores there are enhancement cores there are uh, upgrade modules there's a powerful engram that you can just get by just clicking on the link and it just sends it to your postmaster so go and check that out because i didn't realize i still had stuff sitting there uh, there's some emblems that you could redeem as well if you've done certain different things so sneaky beaver has got a video for that I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name, so I'm probably butchering it. But Schneidzi has a power leveling guide for in the Witch Queen. This is a tip that I think they've got from Power Leveling Guardians this season. There is a hive knight on the moon down in the summoning pits. It goes in the video where to go and get. Now, basically, there it's a, I think it's an overload champion. And he's, he's just sitting by himself doing nothing. You can go and kill this guy and farm him for a chest that guarantees you a drop of a blue piece of gear. Now, they figured out that if you go in and out of the load zone, you can go back to the chest eight times and pick up the same chest and get a different piece of gear to drop. And before you have to kind of go back to orbit and come back down. But potentially, this could be a way of easily getting your armor up to 1500 next season by just going in and killing this barrier champion and picking up the chest eight times going to orbit and coming back down if that's the kind of player that you are that i might 
B to try and get things done. So check that video or you out. You just play the game. You could. You, you do. You know, I'm, some I'm, people, why would I'm you want to just pick up blue after blue after blue? Higher level. Blues give you power, don't they? Up to 1500 oh, next season. Okay. So you're talking next season. Gotcha. I am indeed. Uh, funny one this week, and this one will round it out for the videos because I only managed to, because I thought, I don't want to bog people down with too much at the end of the season. You've all got your farming to do. You've got, got your triumphs to kind of complete and things that you want to do or not even play, Respawn. Reckless comedy this week. I follow these guys quite regularly and, and watch their videos. It's normally uh, a woman pretending to be a PlayStation, a woman pretending to be an Xbox. Have you seen this? Really funny. I think I've seen them. I'm not, I don't recognize the name, but it, it sure sounds familiar. Uh, click on the videos. They're really funny. They did one this week. Sony buys Halo. Really, really funny. On I, I saw that. I saw the Sony buys Halo of, one, yeah. Of um, Sony buying Bungie kind of thing. It was really funny because they did one previously, I think a couple of weeks back, about Activision being bought by Xbox and Sony getting all upset. Really funny that they've done. I think it must have been for like the last couple of years. They've they've done this whole take on moving through the different playstations, and the same girl plays the PlayStation, talking to the bloke sitting on the sofa. Go and check mm -hmm. them out. So yeah, nice. those are your videos this week. Well, I'm gonna up the ante slightly and just throw oh. in two more that I saw were, that were released today as we record. Kimber Prime has given you twelve more useful Destiny Two websites. I enjoy these lists because even though I have a massive bookmark of folder of just like tons of Destiny 2 sites, there's always one I didn't know existed. And oftentimes it's something.report. Like there's a trials report. There's all sorts of, you know, friend game report. All sorts of report websites. Just, you know, a couple more websites to make your Destiny 2 a little bit better. And uh, then Abby Hour has done a dim guide for sharing and saving your loadout, which is a thing you can do. And now that dim Destiny item manager can apply perks and things, it just makes this more useful and you can do things again outside of the game to bring them into the game or to respawn's point. Hey, I'm jumping to this nightfall. I need this particular set of skills. Let me put those on through destiny item manager. Now I'm good to go. So just going over how to make loadouts, share loadouts. Cause you could now share loadouts among people. And um, I'm hoping people who do these guides say, Hey, click on this thing and bring it into dim. And now I can see if I have what I need or go try to find the one missing gun or the one missing mod. I don't have. Does it tell you if you're missing something, or do you just have to look to see if you're missing something? You might like when look. you go when you go to when you go to like apply the have to watch the video and find out. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll okay. know soon. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Also, don't forget we I, I will link the massive breakdown podcast in there as well in our tips, tricks, guides, and builds. And. If you have enjoyed our show for this amount of time, because this is probably going to be a three and a half hour show, to be honest. If you enjoy the length of this show, you will enjoy our tripod mega show that is coming up on the 18th of February. Now, Two weeks. I'm sure Respawn will be streaming it. It involves us, the Guardian Downcast, Guardian Downcast and, and Guardian, Guardian Hub. Hub. Guardian Hub, yeah. yeah. My Kingsley, because he's too good for us. Yes. He said he's done with us. He's he he can't be bothered to come join us. But, no, but the rest of us will be, and he knows we'll, we'll be somewhere. We'll be somewhere. We'll be together. It'll be at some point. We don't know when. We don't know where. Well, no, we, we know, know where. 
We know we, we actually know both well, of those things. Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, well, I mean, as far as, as far as time goes, as far as on, time, I think we need to sort something out with parody here. We need to sort, we need to wrangle parody. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, apparently I, I am not aware. So the rest of you guys know where it's happening. Just tell me where and when to show up and it'll all be. Right. I don't think we've decided on a time, but we know where and when. Mm-hmm. Right, well, on the 18th. And well, well, that's 24 useful hours. So we may take all 24. Possibly. The show could go that long. That's what she said. It, I mean, last time it was like six hours, six, seven hours. So at that point, we're just not going to edit. We're just going to release it all in its, in its, Final state, and that'll just be it. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think that's it for this week. What could possibly be? What could possibly go wrong? And and this is where I think you're. Your audio's gone wrong because you've you've cut out completely. (laughs) Discord, Discord, come on, come on, buddies. Like I don't ask for much here. All I do ask is that is that you know you feel thanked for joining us this week. Your titans are parody and night demon. Your hunter is no one response in real life. Even I, I suppose I'll stick him back in because your lore scribe poked us up, not Arf. He, he does, he does live, he does exist. And if you find him in game, you, you should, you know, help him get through the grasp of avarice and then send us evidence for for a sweet reward and prize. And oh, if God, you do please that, please don't tell him about the traps. Let him discover them. You should, yes, you know, absolutely. Lure him into every single trap and take clips. It's more fun that way. And if you do manage to do any of that, you should let us know at two titans and a hunter or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter or Send respawn. Or I'm sorry. Send night demon all the love on Instagram or Facebook at two titans and a hunter. We're also on YouTube. We're also here, studying in Discord. If you can find us, yeah, you can talk to us there. If we show up, it's mostly respawn. It's all respawn all the time. Pretty much. You can find all your favorite guardians playing the game when we're playing the game on all the platforms, except for Stadia, because um, no. Is it like this? It's not real. You should listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere find podcasts sold you should watch the show on youtube and um your cool hat makes super go wee and if you need a vault cleaner uh destiny.com slash recipes has you covered for all your vault cleaning needs if you can't afford panoramics 18 he does a very thorough job but you might not recognize your vault when he's done with it yeah don't go and, there. and with that chance uh say goodbye cheery bye deuces Respawn, respawn. You're, you're looking at this wrong. It's ribbed for his pleasure. <laughs> I really can't put that in the show. We give the worm a little bit of joy before the worm explodes in a fireball. Yeah, such a I bite a when you did that. I almost <laughs> choked. Don't do that. I hate you. <laughs>